Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Last night I had the strangest dream. I moved to forks like Bella and I fell for a vampy fella and he told me that he my blood smells sweet. Can't bone, but he looks at me like a piece of meat. And I said, Jack is here, and we're talking Twilight. But this movie isn't good, oh no. Oh oh. So hold on, Spider Monkey. Page Mikey and our boy Todd. We're gonna break this whole thing down. Oh no. This trashy vampire movie. Star P in the house. Hashtag Team Charlie. Thank you for tuning into Romancing the Podcast. You had us at Hello, I'm Paige Wesley. And I'm Mikey Randolph. And I'm Todd Schlosser. And joining us today is... Jackie Zabrowski. Hey, guys! I am Twilight extraordinaire. I am so ready. I'm so here. I can't believe I get to gush even more about my first... (laughs) Twilight experience. It was better than losing my virginity. I tell you what. Wow. <laughs> that is a bold statement, Jackie. A lot better. A lot. Well, I had a pretty, pretty rough losing of my virginity, but we don't need to go down that road. <laughs> Maybe another time, but that's a story I probably want to dig into at some point. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you fold another boy's penis inside of you because he's not hard, because he's still homosexual and he will not tell you, that is technically losing your virginity. <laughs> I thought we said no Twilight spoilers. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Poor Bella. What she goes through. I tell you. Oh, man. So we watched Twilight today, clearly. Yes, yes. So is this the first time you guys had seen the movie? Uh, No, I saw this day drunk with my entire (laughs) sorority the weekend it came out. That seems like the right way to do this. It is the right way to do it. It was a blast. Uh, I'd read all the books. But that just meant that when I watched it last night for the first time in like 12 years, I had forgotten huge sections of this movie (laughs) and how close it gets to Fifty Shades of Grey, which we've already done. And uh, it was a wild ride (laughs) for me. Yeah, absolutely. Jackie, (laughs) have you seen the movie before? So I'd never seen the movie before. So this is your first time? It was my first oh time. I am currently reading the audiobook of Twilight for our Patreon over on page seven. Yes. Yes. Uh, quote, air quotes. Air quote reading. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, but it's, so I'm reading it as I'm doing the audiobook and I do riff tracks on the side of it so that everyone, and since I'm reading it for the first time while I do the audiobook, I... I'm really discovering a lot about Twilight. <laughs> also, I do a lot of side, I do like sidebar, and then I will like go into my confessions. I do a lot of making commentary on the chapters as I go. So right when I was done with the first book, I watched Twilight with everybody. We did it in a, we, like we all watch it at the same time. I did a show, I did a live stream of it, and it was noonies. <laughs> but also, I need to just say this up top. The book is pretty good, and the movie is trash. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, great trash, great trash, great trash. But I was surprised because I was like, oh, I know that it's all trash. I know that whatever. And I'm surprised by how good the book is. For what it is, it's great. 
For what it is, it's great. Yes. Yeah, it's no grapes of wrath. You know, like there's no <laughs> yeah. like sucking on a teat because of a man is about to die. Right. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert, grapes of wrath. But Right. <laughs> I think the thing that the book has that this movie doesn't that really makes a huge difference, because the movie tries to do it with voiceover, but in the book we have so much more of Bella's thoughts that I think shape more of her feelings. I cannot imagine that that is Dude, it's a first-person perspective, though, so you're inside of her brain. It's all inside. It's great. And it really does, though, and I do think as much as, man, the things I would do to Robert Pattinson, he is not, and also Kristen Stewart, but neither one of them are sexy in this. I I hate to say it. It hurts me to say it. You're not wrong. I mean, Robert Pattinson, for more than half the movie, looks like you put a red wig on Casper in this movie. (laughs) Yes. And he also looks like someone was shoving Skittles up his ass. (laughs) I tell you what. He's just like, oh. He just looks confused. Like, he just looks at Bella and he's like, eh, pedophilia? Am I tasting (laughs) the rainbow? (laughs) Yeah. So, Mikey, was this the first time you've seen this movie? Yes. I was a, I think I was a complete Twilight. None of it looked familiar. I don't think I saw it back in the day. I was like, what is this? I'll be the voice of reason on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like. I, I agree with you, though. The movie really is, it's so it's bad. Yeah. She's like, these people are so nice to her. She moves to this town, and she's like, you know what? Fuck this town. <laughs> I know. Immediately. Yeah. They're like, do you want me to buy you a prom dress? And they're like, no, I hate you. You're ugly. No. <laughs> Anna Kendrick is amazing in this movie. I'll just say that. I love her in this movie. She's by far the best actress on screen in this movie. Yes. Um, and Charlie. I love Charlie. <laughs> Which one's Charlie. The dad, the dad. <laughs> oh, like the weird European-looking family? No. <laughs> They're called vampires. Mikey, I will fight you. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> the Cullens are not just some weird European family. <laughs> Although I will say their makeup horrible. Horrible makeup. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is the second time I'd seen this movie. The last time I saw this movie was in the theater with my wife at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually okay so and I actually read most of this book because we were currently like going through counseling and I was like trying to make it work and stuff and like this Jeez. she was super into this book series so I was like trying to find a way to relate to okay, her okay. or whatever as a therapist oh. I see why you didn't work out <laughs> <laughs> but I, I got like I don't know I got like 30 chapters in and we were still talking about how hot Edward was and I was like I can't do this I'm done with this book oh yeah and then we went and saw the movie and I had I felt sort of the same way the movie was yeah. real bonkers but that's another thing that we were talking about this before we started recording of all the secret twy babies that are out there because when I started this project my boyfriend also he's like yeah I read him yeah I saw (laughs) the movies I was like excuse me (laughs) you've been dating for three years I had no idea but this is the thing is so many dudes as well not that I believe in like the gender I don't I'm happy that gender constructs are going away but at the time even though it wasn't that long ago that boys were told they weren't allowed to read Twilight unless they were trying to bang a girl who loved Twilight (laughs) and that those are the dudes that you find of how many of my other like late 30s friends that all read it that I had no idea I was like it's you did it to bang somebody which also mazel I've never read a book to bang somebody I was I went on a date with a girl at the time 
and I and she was I was talking about Harry Potter versus Twilight, which I think is the debate at the time because these were all coming out around the same time. Yeah, and she was like, "Well, I will never let my kids read Harry Potter," and she was like a diehard Twilight fan, and I was like, "What are you talking about? Like, why wouldn't?" She's like, "Well, magic's real, and like they could really <laughs> do that." And I was like, okay, but but you you're into Twilight. She's like, that's not real though. And then, but spells are really real. And I was like, I was like, we're done, we're done. <laughs> I mean, not Harry Potter. Like, I get you know intention and ritualistic yeah. magic. Sure, 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 sure. But like, no, you can't say Wingardium Leviosa and something fucking just pops up in the air. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You can't augmenti on the left hand path. No. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's not the left hand path. It's yeah. Oh, just oh like... yeah. I will say I thought there was werewolves in this movie. Nope, that's the second one, Mikey. <laughs> we'll get uh, to that one. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, uh, no, I know that. They, I just love that though. No, I know that there are werewolves. I know okay, Team good. Jacob, Team Jake, Team Jacob versus Edward. Yeah, I yes. do know right. that. That's about what I know in the future. But okay. what did outstand me that I feel like they didn't focus on enough in this movie that they did in the book and I lost my mind was the fact that they can't bang. I'm sorry, all I'm talking yeah. about is banging right now, but it's because <laughs> it's so filled with yearning. Yeah. And when I found out in the book that they can never consummate their relationship, I was like, why then? Why be with it? Why do it? Why go through <laughs> all of this? Is that why they don't hook up? Yes. yes. Yeah, dog. Well, I mean, the reason they don't hook up is because Stephanie Meyer's a Mormon, and so yes. she kind of engineers it. Uh, yeah. And there's two more books after the second one, so. I am sure that after, and I, I do not know this, so Jackie, I don't know if these are spoilers, so forgive me if I'm That's just That's why, right. yes, I did. I will say, I also asked them not to say, I asked Paige right. specifically, yes. not yes. to tell me any spoilers about what happens past the second book, because I'm mm -hmm. only in the beginning of the first book, so just so y'all are aware of what's happening. Right. Now. Yes. But I grew up super Mormon, so I can tell you that I know for a fact they get married first. And then yes. they bang. I don't know oh, what yeah. book it happens in, but I'm sure that happens at some point. <laughs> you said no spoilers. Well, I don't, I don't know. It's not a spoiler if it's a guess, Mikey. You're assuming she ends up with Edward. I'm just what? like, that's an assumption, and I'm an assumption. not spoiling anything She for can't you. end up with Jacob. Jacob is fully 12 years old, and she's 18. You okay, not side spoiler. Si I remember watching the movie trailer of the last movie. There's a giant battle. I remember that. Oh, okay. Whoa. Uh -oh. Battle. There has to be a battle. There has Something has to happen at some I, point. <laughs> I can't see why there wouldn't be another plot with seven books. Is it like seven books? No, four it's four. Books. It's four. I only <laughs> hope the giant battle starts at a baseball game. Which <laughs> is kind of like it almost did in this movie. <laughs> All right, we got to get into this fucking movie because Steinbeck it ain't, but we got to talk about it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for dealing with my grapes of wrath. Listen, comparisons for no reason. I'm going to bring back it. all the callbacks. If you want to talk about Lemmy, we can do it. I can get into it. <laughs> so let's get into the movie. We open on a voiceover from Bella where she's talking about how she'd never given much thought to how she would die, but she would die <laughs> in place of someone she would love. This is the opening. This is the opening. Yes. It starts off like a My Chemical Romance song. Well, this is because her muse was the band Muse. Yes. Which oh. makes sense if you're watching the movie. Muse is actually in this movie. In yeah. the baseball scene. There's a Twilight Muse playlist like where you <laughs> yeah. can listen to the oh songs that she listened to while writing Twilight if you want to. All right. But I think that that is important, though, especially in like the filter that they use. I was like, oh, yep. yes. Muse was definitely her muse. Yes. Oh, yeah. So we're hearing this over 
visuals of a deer drinking water and then something comes crashing through the woods, takes off after the deer, and then we see a man tackle the deer. Like, full-on bear hug it from the side, tackle the deer. It's insane. No explanation. Yeah. Fade to white. Fade to white. We get more voiceover that's like- You guys never been hunting? (laughs) Yeah, that that way. You're not a real man unless you kill it with your bare hands. (laughs) True, 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 true. What happens true, true, true. in forks stays in forks, guys. There you go. Uh, we we cut to a shot of her holding a cactus, just a potted cactus. Yeah. She's from the desert, Paige. I don't know if you know this, but she's from the desert. Yeah, Paige, she's in Phoenix. That's how you walk around in Phoenix. In case you need the water from inside of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you suck on its roots. Duh. That's what she's been hunting, is cactuses. <laughs> and she grabbed they one. They don't give up much of a chase, but like she got one. Edward is pretty prickly (laughs) (laughs) so uh, we get more voiceover where she basically says that she made the decision to leave home and she would miss Phoenix oh and she says that she's gonna miss the heat no she's not it's fucking 125 (laughs) degrees in the summer there you're not gonna miss that yeah well especially for someone she doesn't like the sun she doesn't like the rain she doesn't like the snow what do you like Bella I know at that age (laughs) you're trying to figure yourself out but make yeah. a decision. I would call her indoorsy. Yeah. Indoorsy, yes. <laughs> I think she likes My yes. Chemical Romance and Spencer's Gifts, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Yeah. So did I at that age. Uh, but what we do meet at this point is her mother, who I believe changes actresses every time we see her in the series. <laughs> <laughs> because she's like, I know for sure that in the fourth movie, it's a completely different lady. <laughs> and I think it's just because we see her so infrequently yeah. through the rest of the series that they just recast it every time and they do not care. <laughs> it makes complete sense. Yeah. And I have made this joke that she's she's dating a dude, right? Yes. Renee, who's a horrible mother. Horrible dating, mother. Horrible mother. She doesn't give a fuck about her kid. Right. She's dating a dude from Jacksonville who plays not for pro baseball. Minor league. Minor league baseball, which would make him a, a team that is weirdly dear to my heart, a Jacksonville Jumbo shrimp because it is the <laughs> dumbest name team and I was like she's fucking a shrimp she's fucking a shrimp <laughs> so she Renee is having relations left her daughter for a Jacksonville jumbo shrimp mind you just throwing that in there. I'm so glad you brought up the jumbo shrimp my half brother oh, lives oh. there so like we joke about that all the time jumbo shrimp baby yeah she's fucking a shrimp dude he's got a hat like he I don't know he loves it he thinks it's hilarious I, I've, I've been to the stadium no shit I don't care oh, about awesome. a ball <laughs> I don't care about a ball we had this we had a show called the round table of gentlemen yeah. on the last podcast network and we were all obsessed with the jumbo shrimp we created a jumbo shrimp song the head the owner of jumbo shrimp found out we made this song we recorded the song for him sent it to him so when I went to the stadium he gave me a personal tour oh my of the God. jumbo shrimp <laughs> Shrimp That's stadium, amazing. That which is, is awesome. The, which is like, the thing is that only in this conversation is it awesome. If you talk to anyone else, they're like, okay. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> I was 24. I thought it was hilarious. It is hilarious. (laughs) But here's what's crazy. She she wants to travel with him while he plays baseball, which means that she is unemployed because she, like, has no technological savvy about her, so she's not working remote. Well, it's 2009, right? Yeah. It's 2008. It's the recession. (laughs) (laughs) so she had one of them arm mortgages they were losing the house anyways and she was like why not be homeless on the road with my boyfriend you gotta go live with your dad now (laughs) 
they treat it as if minor league baseball is lucrative enough that they could have this fun traveling world and it is not i have some numbers for you later but like she's fully eating cheese whiz and bologna sandwiches on the road yeah yeah you're in it for the butts we all know she's in (laughs) it for the butts in those pants yeah yeah so they're just gonna leave bella they're they're gonna just tell their teenager to basically fend for herself while they go play minor league baseball figure it out wait just wait two years let her finish high school you bad mother i know (laughs) and think about this so she's a mother with a at least 16 year old probably 17 year old how much of an age gap is between her and that stepfather who's still playing minor league baseball to try and get into the majors is he 19 like what is happening he's either 19 or he's 35 and really bad at baseball that's what yeah, I was it's one or the other yeah <laughs> he's not giving up on his dream yet i'm sorry not that you're really bad at baseball if you play minor league but if you're old enough and you're not playing major league i feel like that means something yeah right? if you're 35 and you're aging out you're aging out it's time to get a real job yeah, i just yeah, felt yeah. like he was like a young dennis quaid i didn't get a good look at him but that's how i got <laughs> pictured it in my mind Ooh. like frequency Dennis Quaid yeah, or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need someone to deep fake the three scenes that that guy's in the background of to young Dennis Quaid, <laughs> Dennis Quaid. that's the only way I can finish <laughs> wow. I like it Stephanie Meyer wouldn't like that <laughs> thinking of young Dennis Quaid only <laughs> yeah I have a very specific fetish make him Edward like I get that we love yes. our pats but like in this movie he looks constipated like most of the time and young Dennis Quaid could have nailed it yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Honestly, I felt sad. So I knew that Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart were in it, but I didn't look up any of the rest of the cast. So while I was doing the audiobook, I put out my dream cast of who everyone was, and they did not look like what I thought they were going to look like. <laughs> I was very upset. Those vampires were a lot fucking hotter in my brain. I'll tell you what. I appreciate you put me on that list, but I just wasn't available back then. I know, the and I yeah. appreciate it's, you yeah, for letting me um, sexually harass you from afar. <laughs> no, I like the mime troupe they got to play them, though. <laughs> <laughs> they had no lines. They had no distinguishing characteristics. They, just, they do in the book. I promise they do in the book. Yeah, they do. My favorite part about the movie is that, like, everybody just stands around not talking. Like, this, I was like... <laughs> just, like, like glamming, too. They're just, like, mugging toward the camera. Yes. It's like, okay. And then Rosalie with the, like, five-inch heels on it all times but i'm sorry i'm jumping ahead yeah, she always has true. five heels on yeah <laughs> the original choice for edward was henry cavill which oh. i think we've kind of covered because he was also the first choice for 50 shades but it was stephanie meyer's choice and he had aged out by the time the movie happened Oof. but that'd be a completely different look yes much better look yes agreed i mean our pats is really hot but he really just isn't in the, I think it is, it's the makeup and it's the look on his face because now we know, I don't know if you've read any of the interviews, but like they hated doing this movie. Yes. They hate Edward. She hates Bella. I get it. But also you can kind of feel that in 
the yeah. movie. Yeah, you they can. don't want to be there. Yeah. No. It's great. So she finally, <laughs> we, I, I realize we're half hour into this and she's just now getting to Forks. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> I am a bit of a talker. I don't know if it's <laughs> It's almost like you do it for a living. Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they get to Forks. She is talking to her dad and in voiceover we hear that she used to come every, like a few weeks every summer, but it's been years. Yeah. She gets to her house where he's kind of like set up her room for her and he literally just kind of leaves her alone because he's the most inattentive parent ever. Like, if her mom is bad, he's also bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are two people who like to ignore their child. But, I mean, she's she's a fan of it. She's like, the good thing about my dad is he doesn't hover. Yeah. Yes. He's also the best actor in the film. Oh, yes. and a kid in this agreed. movie. <laughs> he really is. He's really nice to her, Paige. He gives her a little space, and he buys her a car, like, immediately. Yeah. He doesn't notice that she's gone for almost days at a time. <laughs> I wouldn't say anything the, to my moody as fuck 17-year-old to be like, I don't know. I just hope she's not. I don't know what she does. As long her. as she's not pregnant, we're cool. There's only 30 people in town. Where's she going to go? Literally, yeah. they say there's 3,120 people in all of Forks. And apparently they all go to her high school. I actually, I have numbers on that later. Yeah, well, we'll get to it because that blew my mind. All right. I thought they just got surrounding towns, kids into that high school. Like they were like the municipality high school. In my head cannon here for force. I got the knives kids and the spoons kids. I got everybody. Yeah, yeah, my kids. They actually call that district of multiple towns the cutlery district. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I, w- I went to Whisk, though, but we don't talk about Whisk. I tell you what. Uh, so Jacob and Billy pull up in the orange truck that's eventually going to become Bella's orange truck. This right. is the first time we meet Jacob and his, I believe, father or grandfather. It's his father. Father. Yeah. Father, okay. Father, Billy, who is in a wheelchair and is Charlie, Bella's dad's, best friend yeah i do dig that change though because in the book he's 14 when they meet and i was like i could never be team jacob thinking that this is a 14 year old right so in my head i lied to myself i was like no they're all 20 just to Jackie, they're all 20. Don't worry about it. They're all 20. Everything's fine. They're all consenting adults. They're all yeah. consenting adults. Right. That's the only way I can finish. How old's Bella? Bella's only like 16 or 17. She's yeah. 17 in the first book, and then she turns yeah. 18 in the beginning yes, of the second book. Yes, that's a book. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So he's way too young for her in the books. Yeah. Gross. But it, yeah. it sets up that they played together as kids, so it actually makes mm. more sense for him to be a little older. And in the movie, I think they make him about 16-ish. So yes. she was yes. babysitting him when they were kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's Game of Thrones yeah. too young. It's got real Padme Anakin vibes, and I'm not here for it. Ooh. No, I'm, I've come back around. <laughs> <laughs> we got him back, guys. I knew we were going to. This was the episode. Oh, God. Uh, we find out that Jacob goes to school on the reservation, so he's not going to be her one high school friend. She has to kind of go in blind. But this is where we find out that she's coming in mid-semester, like the final semester of her junior year of high school. Yeah. What kind of parent is like, yeah, 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 halfway through the year, don't worry about applying to colleges or anything. Just move to a completely new place and hope that everything transfers. She's a horrible mother. What about her dreams? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that she also, though, for someone that like Belle is so smart, I don't know if you guys know this, but she's read Romeo and Juliet, yeah. uh, but she's just so smart. If she's this smart that she knows the, uh, the square root of pi at a table, I think that she probably would go to college but they have no hopes of her going to college 
Yeah, there's no conversation about it. I remember even in the books where it just like doesn't come up. It's like not really a thing. My mother talked to me about college once a week from the age of 12. Yes. Like she's like, where are you going to go to college? Oh, yeah. Do you have college plans? What are we doing for college? So <laughs> let me say this really quick. I grew up super Mormon. That is not necessarily a thing if you're a woman in that church. They literally separate the men and the women on Sunday. The women go to Relief Society. The men go to priesthood. And in Relief Society, you focus on how to, like, maintain a household and, like, please your husband and raise kids. Be a good woman. And especially when the author grew up, she was also growing up in a time period when that was also sort of socially acceptable, unlike now where it's not at all. So, like, I get why they never talk about college, even though she fully could be in college with how smart she is, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm here to tell you that you can have a useless film degree and still be a really good cook. I'm just saying, you can have both. I mean, yeah. You can have both. Hell yeah, you can. And also, um, yeah, no, same. That's it. That's all I have to say. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I I use my degree. But you're like a licensed therapist. You have to have a degree. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and as someone that has watched a lot of Mormon pornography, I know also a lot about the Mormon religion. I know about the underwear. I know about everything about oh my god, those secret lesbians. The they can't get lives. caught. Yeah. Oh my god, I've watched. Well, I've also watched every single. Uh, polygamy reality show oh big love exists. hell yeah i love big love but also oh the reality ones sister wives yeah. i've watched all the reality shows yeah yeah, yeah. sorry i missed but that also word. big love yes the yeah. only thing i basically know is that if there's like an apocalypse they like go rob their house because they have all of the food in the basement for yes yeah or my house because we've been stocking up on toilet paper because it looks like la might be going back into lockdown <laughs> i have everything we have yeah. a whole shed filled with back stock yeah. I am one of those people. I'm just going to rob my Mormon neighbors <laughs> at gunpoint. <laughs> well, you know, he is a therapist. I'd be like, oh, the therapist, I don't know. He does what he does. I trust him. <laughs> He's got a degree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've got to move on. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so she walks into school, and as she's walking, people are, like, making fun of her truck. But once she gets into school, Eric immediately latches on to her. He's the newspaper guy, right? Yeah, and he already yeah. knows everything about her. He's like, Everyone knows everything about her. Can we yes. talk about this? It's super creepy. Are you Bella from Arizona? Is your favorite color purple? It's crazy. <laughs> I will say, I never lived in this small of a town. Apparently, I've at least heard from other Twy babies that this is similar to how it is when a new person comes to the small of a okay. town. She would be like the hot goss that's going on. Yeah. So everyone yeah. would know. And I bet the dad's yeah. not keeping no secrets, you know? So he's like, hey, my daughter's well, coming back. Oh, yeah. He looks like a real blabbermouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, she also went for two weeks every summer. So she probably does know some people in the area and some people know her. So when the yeah. word gets out that she's coming back they started telling everybody yeah well and we do find out later in the diner that her dad has told at least the waitress and a couple other people that she was coming but the one that got me like because everyone kind of knows about her in arizona and they're like why aren't you tan and then when she's sitting with them at lunch a dude just like like breezes through and kisses her without asking oh, and yeah. everyone's <laughs> just like cool <laughs> <laughs> 
and like yeah. doesn't think it's strange at yeah. all. And then she suggests instead of doing a feature on her that they do one on eating disorders or speedo padding. And yes. they seem to choose speedo padding. Speedo padding. And out someone who's not rocking a huge pack. Yes. They are suspicious about his big dick energy. Maybe he's got like tiny dick energy, but he's already padding. So it looks like he should be rocking some BDE. Maybe the water's cold. Yes, and also what they said is like he's too tall and skinny, and I don't know about y'all, but I uh, uh, I'm well aware that usually tall and skinny dudes are packing a lot of heat. Always packing heat. Always packing heat. Well, that's good information to have, I guess. Just so you guys are aware. The more you know. Yeah. (laughs) So as they're talking at the table, the Cullens enter the cafeteria. Yeah, they roll deep too. They're always together. Always together. And we find out that they're like together together. Oh, yeah. Where oh, there's yeah. this weird explanation of like they're Dr. and Mrs. Cullen's foster kids from Alaska and they aren't siblings technically, but they're being raised as siblings and they all bang. four of them have coupled off. Yes. And they're all clearly 30 years old. Oh, yeah. They're just sitting <laughs> yeah. in this high school. Yes. I also wonder, do they all wear so many light colored clothing because they don't eat? This is what I'm just thinking about. Because I cannot wear anything no. that's lighter than a dark gray because I'm covered. My breasts are constantly covered in food. And so <laughs> they must, that has to be why they wear white. Yeah, that must be. Or, I mean, I remember in the book, there's this whole thing about Alice being super into fashion, which I think this movie translates as like, let's make them wear the weirdest high fashion-y looking shit we can put on a teenager. Yeah, Yeah, and what it looks like is that Dr. Cullen uh, adopted a bunch of albinos from the Matrix. (laughs) People (laughs) suffering from albinism. I mean, I had a, I have a younger sister who is from Alaska. She grew up in Alaska, and she was super into fashion. But all that translated into uh, my life was her not letting me shop at the Buckle anymore. I didn't wear anything Uh, like nuts. uh. She just like was, she's like, you can't go in there anymore. (laughs) <laughs> Not the buckle. I never fit into anything from the buckle, but I Same. did. I looked into the the windows of the buckle, the buckle and pack sun, and I look yep. at him like someday maybe the some of these clothes will fit. And they never did. <laughs> 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 I thought you were about to say something about how these foster children start kissing on each other, and I was like, Todd, are we about? Is this why Mikey's here so that we can talk <laughs> you through what we need to discuss right now? All right, confession time. <laughs> I know you don't know me very well, but I would fully kiss Mikey on the mouth. Wait, that's, I'm not great. your foster brother. Oh, but you could be. You could be, Mikey. <laughs> you play your cards right. Too <laughs> They let us know that Edward's the only single one and that no one here is good enough for him, so don't waste your time. Right. And she looks over at him, and he looks like he has like an active hernia where he's just yes. in pain. He's just kind <laughs> of like... Yes. I know that I made a face that no one can hear. But. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will I can describe it though. It's scrunched. Yeah. It's scrunched yes. and upset. Scrunched. That's what that face is. Yes. Yeah. As he's sitting there, a fan blows her scent across the room and he like <laughs> visibly shifts as if he's going to vomit. Yeah. It's the craziest physical choice in this movie. Yeah. There's so much about her scent in this movie that makes me borderline uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. Well, this is why I was so drunk during the stream when we watched this movie is because we were drinking every time there was a long gaze before <laughs> he was sniffing. And so that's why I was like, I'm done. Yeah. 
I'm out. Mikey has confessed on this podcast to liking the way women smell. So I'll that's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I don't. I don't sit down the table and look like I'm taking a shit. Looking at him about it. <laughs> oh, Bella, I like your new perfume. What is that? Fresh blood <laughs> by Estee Lauder. Uh, she goes into biology where the only seat is like next to him, and he's literally acting as if she smells like she just reeks. Yeah. yeah, she might have. We weren't there. <laughs> I mean, I realize it's biology, but they clearly have no chemistry page. Oh, oh, really? Wow. Yeah, yeah, he's saving it. He's <laughs> celebrating. Eat my he's dad celebrating joke. the joke. Uh, <laughs> you're making me make my Edward face. <laughs> so we cut to after class because he immediately after the class is over runs away, goes to the office, and is trying to change his class to like yeah. not be in class with her. And ends with just, I'll have to endure it. And she just kind of stands there like, what? Like, why me? And why did she even go in there? She doesn't talk to them after he leaves. She just yeah, fully follows him in there. following him like a creep. <laughs> they creep on each other throughout this entire movie. Yeah. It's very, at the it's end very when weird. he reveals he watches her sleep every night for three months. I can't even with this. Without permission. Yeah. See, this is my problem. People are constantly asking Team Edward or Team Jacob. And again, I'm only in the beginning of the second book. But I'm just like, this dude is a gaslighter that watches her while she sleeps. Yeah. Yes. No. It's called love, Jackie. It's called love. When, when you're 17, though, this is the thing. So you're inside of Bella's brain. When you're 17, you do want that. Like, you do kind of want someone that's so obsessed right. with you. But now when I'm 33, I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Get out of my house. <laughs> I am farting up a storm when I'm in there alone. I'm masturbating until I'm raw. What do you get out of here? Don't watch me. The only person I want watching me while I sleep as an adult is Santa Claus. Sure. <laughs> at least you get presents out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know where you stand with him, too. Like the naughty list, the nice yeah, list. Like he, he doesn't gaslight you. He just tells no. you. He writes no. it down. Yeah. Yeah. He writes it down. He leaves a paper trail. He checks it twice. <laughs> so we cut to the the diner with her dad. And this is where we meet more of the townspeople, including a guy who was Santa one year and apparently was giving children tiny bottles of alcohol. Yeah. His name's yeah. Waylon, but they call him Waylon. fully butt crack Santa, which is insane yes. to his face. <laughs> they say this. I have butt crack Santa in my notes when he gets killed because I was yeah. like, what's his name again? Butt crack, <laughs> Santa. crack Santa. There he goes. Yeah. He uh, definitely creeps on her a bit. I got a bit of a weird vibe from yeah, that. He's the scene. Yeah, he's creepy. Yeah. Don't you remember me? I was like, Ugh. I mean, if you're giving little kids booze while they're sitting on your lap, I'm going to say, you know what? Not too sad he's gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Vampires are just cleansing the earth, I guess. Yeah. So I'm kind of fine with it. All it needed was one line from the dad being like, remember, stay a thousand feet from the school today. <laughs> <laughs> this is my problem is I'm also now watching True Blood for the first time. Oh, so I mix things up in my head. I'm like, oh, but they only kill bad guys. I'm like, oh, but that's True Blood. That is not because I needed someone's like, oh, you need vampire sex? Watch True Blood. Yes, so I'm watching True Blood is great. I mean, it's bad, but it's great. (laughs) She then proceeds to eat and holds a ketchup bottle like an alien who's never seen ketchup before. She does that with her phone, too. Whenever she talks on her phone, she holds it like away from her face. It's so weird. But yeah, she does not hold anything correctly. This is 2009. The smartphones were just coming out. (laughs) Yeah, but like a ketchup bottle had been around for a while and she holds it. (laughs) 
she- the passive aggressive tone in which Paige says that deserves some sort of podcasting award. And the award for bitchy comment goes to Paige Wesley. She holds it like a taco. And then just yes. tries to squeeze it from the side. It's yeah. very weird. It's very I, weird. I couldn't take my eyes off it. It was so crazy. <laughs> Next, we get a phone call from her mom, who's calling her from a payphone in Florida, where she's like- Her mom never fed her. That's why she didn't know how to use ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> uh, but basically, her mom's like, are there any cute guys? Are they being nice to you? And she's like, mm, I have homework. Don't worry about it. I don't want to talk about it. We cut to the next day at school where she gets out of her truck and kind of waits there to confront Edward when he gets there. And they pull up in Emmett's Jeep with him just standing in the back of yes. California love style. <laughs> I loved it. He was standing in the back of it. Very dangerous. Yeah, it's like he's Teen Wolf. Like, what is he doing? Yes. But at the same time, at that age... Sexy as hell. <laughs> like, oh my god, he could die. That's a real peacock move right there. Yeah, dog. Ain't no way yeah. no one's not seeing you. I think grammatically that was correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Edward never shows. So the other kids in her class kind of try and get her to join them. She's eating lunch with them, but Edward doesn't show for multiple days. Yeah, he was so disgusted by her. He took a week and a half off school. <laughs> you yeah. smell so bad. <laughs> I went into a coma for yeah. a week. Yeah, dog. <laughs> I got COVID and had to quarantine for two weeks because <laughs> you smell so bad. So we cut to what almost looks like a flashback. It's really kind of shot kind of erratically, but it's a factory where a a man in a hard hat is running away. We don't really see what he's running from, but he is eventually caught by a group of people and attacked. But we don't see them up close. We do see who, what he's running from because they're fully footloose, like punch dancing through this warehouse <laughs> trying to yes. get him. They're like posing as true. they jump. It's hilarious. But we're only getting like a shot of like an arm. Or like a leg, and you're yeah. just like, what? Watch it again. There is a shot where you see both of them jump through this, like the shot, fully holding a dance pose. Oh, that's just how vampires jump in Twilight. <laughs> yes. If I was a mortal, I would do it. <laughs> I just thought that they would move so fast that they wouldn't even like. Do you have to hunt like that? They move no. so quickly. Couldn't they just jump and like done? Yeah. And yeah. They like yeah. to play with their food, apparently. Yeah. Except for Laurent, who we'll get to in a second. Yes, yeah. Laurent. Laurent. Uh, Laurent. We <sighs> cut back to Bella's house where she slips on ice coming out of the house, which is just- She's so Bella clumsy. Is, she's so clumsy. Clumsy oh is God. her personality trait. And <laughs> which is a phrase you said during the Fifty Shades of Grey episode, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah. It's yeah. the same in Also, both. she doesn't slip on ice, even though she says that. We know she doesn't slip on ice because it's fully just raining outside, so it's just water. She slips on water. Her <laughs> dad has put new tires on the truck because he suddenly was like, oh, right, I have a child. <laughs> In all fairness, he has not been doing a fatherly role that much throughout his whole He's life. He's a sheriff. Right. People are being murdered. <laughs> <laughs> He's got shit to do, Paige. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's going to be late to dinner because he's investigating an animal killing at the mill, which is the Wanky guy we blanky. just saw. So she drives to school. She goes to biology class and Edward is back. But as she's making her way to her seat, both Eric and Mike try to ask her to prom and she doesn't let them finish before she gets to the seat. Well, it's it's sort of like Eric, who I really wanted to be fully just Christian Bale from Newsies because he's like the newspaper guy. Ooh, right. he is. It's really just him like about to ask her out and then Mike sort of blows up his spot. Right. And then she ignores both of them 
and like beelines to Eddie. I will say great casting for both of them because they really are. So they they actually look like teenagers mm-hmm. and also ones that I would not want to date. I think <laughs> they did a really good job of just like, get away from me. Go away. But what is it about her? Oh my God, she's different. She's clumsy, but she's hot. I don't know if you noticed this. And all the boys want to kiss her. That is just, I've never seen fresh meat descended upon (laughs) so quick. Usually, honestly, again, mazel to these boys that just jump right in. I'm like, this is the one I want. Boys were not like that when I was in high school. They were terrified. I will say that her quiet disgust out of everyone there... (laughs) Because I have a thing for unavailable women. (laughs) I was like, all right, all right, Kristen Stewart, I got it. The most unavailable at this point. (laughs) So uh, they start their assignment in class where they're trying to win the golden onion, which is literally just an onion that has been spray painted gold. Yes. I do like the when the teacher says you'll win the golden onion, the whole class is like, oh, great. (laughs) Thank you for giving me your spray painted trash. I can't even make an awesome blossom out of this because it's no. covered in paint. Yes. So this is where we get them finally actually talking, but they only seem to give each other a half answer for everything where it's like, where were you? Gone. <laughs> like that doesn't further the plot, doesn't tell us anything. Uh, but while they're doing it, they're doing their assignment. But this is where she finds out that she doesn't like the rain or any cold, wet thing. <laughs> <laughs> Which, okay, but okay. But Edward... Fully giggles like an insane person when she says that. It's not like yeah. a it's not like a laughing at a private joke yourself. It's like a well wait till I kill you later. Like kind of <laughs> a laugh. It's not a normal thing. It's very unsettling. Weirdly turned me on though. You know, <laughs> yeah. it, it, really did. It, did, it did the job. I'm learning I'll a lot about what you're into. So on the list I'm keeping of Jackie's likes, it's Mormon <laughs> porn, Edward Giggles. Uh yeah, and I will say that I've definitely tried to get my partner to put ice on his lips so it was like I was kissing a vampire but he did it and it was just cold wet lips so I guess I like cold wet thanks Kristen Stewart now I know the rest I mean they they pause every time in this conversation to just kind of stare at each other and bite lips to just like Mm. Yeah, if you take out all of the moody looks in this movie, it's fully just a Black Mirror episode. It's like 50 minutes. Yeah, this, I mean, real talk, my notes are the same length as like the shorter movies we do, even though this movie is over two hours long. There's no reason for it to be this long. Nothing happens. (laughs) It's crazy. Uh, So we cut to them in the hallway where they've won the Golden Onion. Hooray for them. Yeah. And she's kind of explaining that her stepdad plays baseball and the travel and all this stuff and then she notices that his eyes look different and then he just kind of walks away without explaining well yeah she mentioned baseball vampires love baseball oh yeah it's all baseball in this oh stephanie meyer must love baseball now you're right this is too it's all baseball it's all There's nothing baseball. else yeah. in this it's crazy and well we do know that vampires like bats oh, <laughs> oh, oh shit Oh, oh my, my god, god Paige. <laughs> I need to drop in the dun 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 <laughs> yeah, sound effect right there. It. I love <laughs> it. 
an audio clip of Matt Barry just saying like bat like, in the middle <laughs> of oh, the human form. Yes. <laughs> God damn it, Jackie, I love you so much. <laughs> right. So she goes out to the parking lot and she sees that the Cullens are all standing by the silver Volvo, which is Edward's car, which yeah. was specified in the book. They're very specific about cars. Yes. That's um, like the that's like his car. It like is ridiculous choice. It's yes. not cool at all. Specifically no. the make and model. Like, it is the car. <laughs> but so, I don't know anything about cars. And in the book, I thought that it was because the way they describe it, it's this sexy vehicle. And then I saw it and I was yeah. like, that just looks like a Corolla. Yeah. Uh, it is about? the Corolla of Volvos. Yeah. Yes. It's whatever. It was just like, it is a car. Yeah. And this is kind of the same <laughs> thing that happens in Fifty Shades of Grey, where they also are very specific about the cars. And one of them is just an Audi. <laughs> like yeah, just, like a regular Audi. Like a regular Audi. <laughs> I mean, but in this movie, Eddie fully drives like a soccer mom's sedan, and it's played like it's a sexy automobile. Yeah. It's not. No. As she's watching them by their car, we see out of the corner of the screen, a van skids on the ice, and Edward <laughs> rushes over and manages to push her out of the way and then dent in the side of the van before it hits Bella and then he immediately runs away. So he basically saves her and then Cullen's out where they just disappear. And the other vampires, like the other Cullens that are there in the parking lot as well and they see Edward do this and they fully go like, scatter! And they like yes. leave as quickly as possible too. Yeah. And then they give him shit later. Oh, well, we'll get there. But yeah, they're yeah, like, we'll why did you save her? You should have let her die. And that to me is insane. <laughs> Rosa is insane this. in this movie. Ro- Rosalie is nuts and yes. stays nuts. I know. Like yes. <laughs> I like is she the one who destroyed the salad bowl? Yes. yes. <laughs> we we talked about yeah, this and we favorite. talked about just friends, uh. but I love super committed one note characters like Anna Ferris and just friends yes, and yes. Rosa is that for me in this movie she's like bonkers but is always bonkers yes with the heels she's the same one with the heels yes, on it all yes, that is her yeah absolutely playing baseball in heels yes. in heels. Yeah. heels like a woman does Paige <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm clearly joking please don't <laughs> blow up my mentions joking. I'm so sorry ladies <laughs> I'm offended. Yeah. I'm writing a letter. <laughs> so we cut to the hospital where her dad rushes in and he's like, you're going to kiss your license goodbye to the kid driving the van. It was clearly <laughs> yes. an accident. And, yeah. and he clearly is like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like he is saying all the things you would yeah. need to be saying. Yeah. He's not being a dick about it. But yeah, Bella's dad comes in and is like, your license is gone. It's an accident. That's the same guy who kissed her in the cafeteria without asking. So Ooh. like he's 0 for 2 at this point. Yeah. And listen, this is the second time he's tried to smash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, so this is where we first meet dr cullen or carlisle and he's examining bella tells her that her vitals look good she'll be just fine but she may experience some ptsd and then she says edward knocked me out of the way he got to me so fast and they're just like uh well you were lucky and maybe that's not what happened i don't know yeah maybe don't think about it and just move yes, on like guess like guess like this <laughs> yep. really is like the book is way more apparent too of just like no uh no, no. i don't think no <laughs> he wasn't even at school today no. <laughs> when she gets into the hallway edward <laughs> is much worse than his dad is because she's like asking him, how did you get there so fast? And he was like, I was right next to you. 
And then she was like, no, you were across the parking lot. There's no way you could have gotten to me that fast. And he goes, well, no one's going to believe you. Right? Why can't you just thank me and get over it, Paige? Terrifying. He's like a vampire. They'll kill him. I mean, like, he's got to lie to her. He's not a vampire. He's sleeping with the enemy. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. When she put the ring down the toilet, you never put the ring down the toilet. And then the cans, the cans are all turned. Ooh. Oh, my God. So if he never dated her, I would have been fine with him lying to her. <laughs> <laughs> Superheroes lie to people they save all the time. Like, you know, like. Says the therapist. <laughs> you can tell his specialty is not couples counseling. It's not couples therapy. Okay. <laughs> They're not a couple. He's just a vampire who saved a random woman. <laughs> who smells bad yeah also he's a hundred years old trying to smang a 16 year old yes yeah. that's the part that creeps me out about this whole thing yes and then also why do they go to high school over and over again none of this makes any sense they actually well, talk they, about that mikey not to defend yeah. this horrible weird movie <laughs> but they do talk about that they do no the, the defense is terrible because they're like oh we moved to a place and then we go to high school so we can stay there longer but like if you don't go to high school they don't know you're 17 you could just stay at home and not go to high school and you'll be fine you can just fully yeah. say you're being homeschooled yeah <laughs> yes, there's so many other answers. Turns out. Yeah, my mom's like a huge anti-vaxxer, so we don't go to school. Um, <laughs> that's why we're so pale. We like, went to high school 80 <laughs> times. So like, that's sick. my personal hell. I, I kill yeah. myself in the sunlight or however they can do it in this universe besides go to high school. <laughs> they, You have to tear them apart and burn them. Burn the pieces. Universe. Burn yeah. the pieces. <sighs> That's just complicated. It's not it's nearly as fun as True Blood, where you like think about staking somebody and they explode into a bag <laughs> of blood. <laughs> and it's right after they've just had some sort of carnal passion. Yes. I love it. It's great. It's perfect. <laughs> so after she talks to Edward in the hallway where he gaslights her like crazy. Yeah. We cut back to her room, her bedroom, where she's clearly asleep, wakes up, and he is standing in the corner of her room, and then she looks again and he's gone. He fully was in the corner of her room. She's like, yes. yeah, that's the first night I dreamed. No, no. he was there. No. That's Not the first night there. you caught him. He's been there for months. Yes. Yeah. Terrifying. Uh, the next day, they have a field trip, and this is where Mike kind of tries to ask her to prom, and she says, no, you should ask Jessica. Which is Anna Kendrick, yeah. Right. Uh, they then go on their field trip to the garden center of a Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> that's li they're just walking through plants. There's, like, nothing there. It is very strange. And the teacher, like, pours, like, a glass of what looks like just sewer water, and then it's like, yeah, I have... Yeah, not how compost works. Yeah. As someone yeah. that compost, that's not how compost works, but that's fine. And then he has to stop the kids from drinking it like drinking what are they teaching it? in this school that that is a concern i know <laughs> but this is where we get the whole thing from edward where he's just like what's in jacksonville yeah <laughs> what's in jacksonville <laughs> creep creep of the century and he says i'm sorry i'm rude but it's the best way like we shouldn't be friends like he's it's the like you shouldn't want me oh it's it's fully reverse psychology page Right, yeah. right, right. This is yeah. how I do it. Is this? <laughs> Mikey is single, ladies. I just sent a text and I'm like, you shouldn't want this. You're ugly. Like, you shouldn't want it. <laughs> I will say, though, again, 
as a teenager, it kind of works. As a 33-year-old, it doesn't. But then you're like, oh, my God, why shouldn't I want <laughs> It's sad. It really is. Any kind of attention is, at least for me at that age, I was oh, like, yeah. oh, oh, me. You're talking to me. But I was um, very awkward. So we cut back to her house after school where her mom has called and her dad talked to her. And he's yeah. basically like, yeah, she seems happy. And I'm like, oh, without her responsibilities? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure she does. <laughs> <laughs> abandoning her child. <laughs> I mean, you're not you're Shade. not wrong. Pete. You're not wrong. But I thought that this shows that the dad is like not pining for his ex-wife. No, like he and he fully wants her to be happy. Like it shows that they have sort of a decent relationship. I also love that while the dad is talking about this, Bella is fully ignoring him and is yeah, like just walking around care. the kitchen area and then just is like, "All right, I'm out of here." And he he just goes, "All right." Oh. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious uh, I remember doing that to my dad when I was a kid Like he would be talking yes. to me and I'd just be fully ignoring him <laughs> Yes uh, We yes. cut to the next day at school Everyone's back at school The Collins are there too, including yeah. Edward She gets invited to go to La Push Beach Now, the movie was push, push, La Push, 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 La Push Like I was waiting, I was waiting for them to all start humping each other Like, Push, Push, La Push, yes! <laughs> Like that's usually where those those kind of chants go, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what they don't really cover in the movie that the book covers is La Push is the reservation, so they're oh. going to the beach on the reservation. So it's real weird for a bunch of white kids to be like La Push. <laughs> yes, very uncomfortable. Well, it would not be the first time that white people invaded Native American territory and just yeah, staked their claims. So yeah, interesting. Uh, <laughs> wow. There we go. It's called Manifest Destiny, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> In the book, were any of the parents good? <laughs> no, the, the parents are actually pretty accurate movie to yeah. book. Oh. They're about the same. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, it is a poor portrayal. They are tragically absent. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, Bella's making a salad. Edward cuts in on her. And this is where he like clarifies I only said it'd be better if we weren't friends, not that I didn't want to be friends, but you should stay away if you're smart. <laughs> Get out of my house! Get away from me! Yeah. Is this where he kicks the apple? Yes, this is where he bounces the apple off. Oh, he hacky sacks the apple into the book cover? Yes. Is it yeah, yeah, is this where the is this where the cover of the book comes from? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay, fun story time. I had an intern at work. <laughs> okay. Oh god, was... Mikey, this is concerning. It, it, it yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> And then one day she's like, do you guys want to see my Twilight tattoo? Oh, no. This was years ago. And I, we were like, no. And she like basically takes off her full shirt to show oh. a full back tattoo of the cover of that book. No. What? Oh, <laughs> yes. no. What? Like the black background and everything? Yeah. No. I was like. Just a black square of book on her back? No. Yeah, the book and the apple. And I was like, oh, my God. That's the ugliest in my mind. I, I didn't say that. Yeah, of course yeah, not. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was just like, well, you've cursed yourself. <laughs> imagine imagine it? the first oh. person to hit it from behind. Dude, oh, <laughs> like, oh, my God. You're just like, I'm done. He's like high five in her back. 
<laughs> just, just aim for the apple. <laughs> I always wanted to get a tramp stamp that had a stick person with a steering wheel coming out of my ass crack that said, Lord, take the wheel on it so that dudes could come on it. I never did, never did. But, you know, I still got time. Yeah, you got plenty of time. <laughs> Definitely. But this is also where he says the, like, what if I'm not the hero? What if I'm the bad guy? And I'm like, just say villain, man. <laughs> like, yeah. weird. Uh, and she basically claims it's a mask to push people away. Why don't you come to the beach with us? And he's like, yeah. oh, I don't know. It's crowded. And they get to the beach and it is full blown empty. Like There is yeah. no one there. Completely deserted. And it's freezing and they're trying to surf. And you're just like, why? While they're at the beach, Jacob and two of his friends from the reservation come up. Yeah. They kind of have this fun conversation of like, you know, hey, nice to see you again. And they mention, her friends mention that she invited Edward and he didn't come. And this is where we get the story about the Cullens don't come here. Yeah. And we find out that it's an old story. They're not really supposed to say anything about it. Uh, but this is the first chance we get to kind of hear that the local tribe is descended from wolves in their stories. And their- Well, that's the legend. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's true because they turn into wolves later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks this for breaking that down for us, Mike. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> kind of Perceptive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they call that wolf shadowing, Mikey. <laughs> yeah. I like wolf shadowing. <laughs> but that the Cullens are supposedly descended from an enemy clan who was yeah. hunting on their land, and so there's a treaty that they stay off each other's lands. Yes. And then Jacob refers to white people as pale faces. Yeah. But yes. I don't think you should use that term when trying to differentiate white people from vampires because vampires <laughs> are way more pale than more white pale. people are. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yes. when he said that, I was like, wait, is he talking about the vampires? I honestly had the same exact thought. Yeah. I was like, but wait, oh, okay. No, oh, no, you're no. just right, being you're right. a racist that I'm comfortable with. Yes, I'm fine with that. Yeah, pretty much. We cut to set of boat docks where butt crack Santa is working on his boat. There he goes. And we see that someone's trying to sneak up on him. He kind of hears it but doesn't see them. He starts the boat. A redhead woman pulls the boat back under the dock. A shirtless dude drops into the boat. And this is when Laurent approaches uh, a gorgeous dandy of a vampire with dreadlocks and they basically say don't play with our food and attack him yes i do love that when it's just the redhead and she pulls the boat back in but crack santa's sort of on board for that yeah he's like oh, oh yes. very attractive but strangely Hello. strong woman is into me let's do this can i interest you in some tiny bottles of alcohol <laughs> <laughs> bit of a creepiest a little bit <laughs> we we cut to Bella at night researching a book on the local tribe's legends from a store in Port Angeles, Washington. So she found out that like that's a book of legends that she wants to read and it's at this one local store. So the next day at school, the Cullens aren't there because the weather is nice. And the other girls at school basically invite her to go dress shopping uh, before all the good dresses get bought. That's probably because it's such a small town. There's only like one place to buy prom dresses. Yeah. Is what it seems like. What drove me crazy about this scene specifically is everyone has been wearing jackets, slipping on ice. And in this scene, everyone's wearing like short sleeve shirts and like shorts. Like what the fuck is the weather in this area that it changes that drastically? It's just people from, like, 
super cold ass Washington consider like 65 degrees to be short weather. <laughs> yeah, I think it is just really what I think they're just so used to it. Also, I imagine it is such a drastic change being in the sun that I'd probably get hot, I guess. Maybe. <laughs> I was just barely confused as to how long of a time period. I was like, is this seven months later? Like, what is happening? <laughs> During my research, they said the last seasonal snow in Forks was around late April. According to Farmer's oh. Almanac, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do that, but I made it sound good. <laughs> yeah, I committed to the bit. Yeah, that's important. So we cut. We cut to them dress shopping, where they get cat called inside the store, like a group of guys walking outside. A group of guys we've never seen before. Yeah, but Anna Kendrick's boobs do look great, and she's right yes. about that. Yeah. Yeah. But they are children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Todd. I'm going to go ahead and see myself out. I'll see you guys yeah, later. Yeah. <laughs> no, not in real life. In real, again, in our brains, they're all 20. They're all consenting. Yes, thank you. We have, <laughs> thank you. We have, they have to be. Thank you. And Bella's kind of over the dress shopping, so she goes to the bookstore. She... I don't think she was ever on board for the dress shopping page, because while no. they're trying on dresses, she's fully in the corner reading a book. She's too clumsy for dresses. <laughs> I am. I'm sad, though, that, that she doesn't wear the long khaki skirt that they say that she wears in the book because yes. I needed to see that early 2000s long khaki skirt. You I'm very sad that she doesn't do it. It's the only skirt she wears, guys. In this, yeah. in this, in this scene, I think in the whole book. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's when she goes to dinner at their when house. When she meets maybe? the Collins. Yeah. yeah. Oh. That fundamentalist khaki skirt, you got to see it. <laughs> I want to see that, too. Then watch Big Love. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of long skirts in there. Yeah. yeah. She goes to walk back to the restaurant where she told the other girls she would meet them there. And the same group of catcalling dudes appear and, like, surround her. Like, they're going to gang rape her. <laughs> like, yeah. And these are, like, old people, right? Because they're drinking beer. Yeah. Well, they're older. Yeah. They're probably mid-20s. Yeah. yeah. But she found the only alley in town and decides to walk down it. <laughs> yeah. I've seen enough episodes of Law & Order SVU to know that's a bad idea. You don't walk down the alley. No. You always walk where the lights are. Yes. yes. I'm not, listen, that is not me saying, and Jackie, I know it's not you saying that this is her fault. All right. No, 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 no. But you guys saw that long khaki skirt. I mean, <laughs> she was asking for it, and now Detective Stabler has to investigate. I know. Bum, 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 bum. Sorry. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. So she manages to knee one of them in the crotch before the silver Volvo pulls up, and Edward basically tells her to get in the car. And they shoot it like it's like, oh my God, the savior Volvo is here. It's so Ridiculous. It just means he's been following her. Yeah, oh, yeah. For a whole day. Isn't that sexy? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really glad he's a stalker because he saved he's her life here. Me. Yeah, ooh, no. Ooh, I, ooh. I mean, like, I'm glad she's okay, but like, sure. is she really? Because now she's in a car with a guy who watches her sleep and has been following her and is lying to her about what he is. This is the thing. <laughs> it's very creepy. Lying to someone about what you are is dating. <laughs> he is a licensed therapist, therapist. <laughs> I mean, Mikey is fully the kind of person that'll, that says things like I mean dating someone is sort of like just figuring out slowly why they're single like that is his view on dating kind of. that is true though I, I'll give you that <laughs> I have lots of reasons why I was single for so long Many. I got a book full I just haven't found that special someone that I want to watch sleep every night and follow around all the time without consent. 
<laughs> I get it. What's actually scarier to me is the next scene where like they're driving away and he's like, I'm I want to go back there and kill them. You need to talk to me so I don't go back there and kill them. And I was like, oh, this just got dark. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. yes. <laughs> Yes. Keep we me happy it, so I don't kill guy. myself. Like, it's just... Ugh. But in that scene, Bella tells him to put his seatbelt on, and he giggles like a psychopath again, and then yeah. starts to say these things like, I should go back there and rip their heads off, which I thought was an insane thing to say until Alice does it later, but... And yeah. this is like their longest conversation. Yeah. Yeah, it's called love, Mikey. Let's go. <laughs> this is why you're single. I, was, I really fell in love with him, and I was begging him not to kill those men. <laughs> and I think it's only like a day later when he finally says, You're my life now. Yeah, oh, it's very yes. literally the next day. Any age, if someone looks at you and says, You're my life now, run <laughs> away. Yeah. Yes. Get away from them. Do not be in a relationship with this person. Wait, hold on. Actually, challenge to the listeners next time you have sex, turn to that person. <laughs> <laughs> I tell them you're my life now. Preferably, yeah, while you're mid act, say yeah. you're my life and now. Just gently eyes. whisper it in their face. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Just see. Watch their face drop. You can't do it when you're doing it Jacob style. You gotta do it when it's like fully like in your oh, face. Oh man. So they finally get to the restaurant where the other girls ate without her. Uh so she and Edward decide to stay and have dinner. Yeah, because he should feed her. I'm sorry, but also, real quick, your girl goes missing and you just go eat dinner that was another thing that i was like girl code bitches i would have had police on every street like i was like if i can't find my girl i'm immediately like where's my girl where's my girl what happened how do we find her like i'm not gonna go eat they have cell phones and no one even tried to call her (laughs) it's so crazy All right, in their defense. Mikey, I love how you always take the wrong side and you commit to it. I love it so much. I like it. She didn't even want to go with them. So they're like, we invited her to go dress shopping and she went to a bookstore and even tell us what bookstore it was. Like, forget her. She went to the bookstore, Mikey. There's one of them. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the fact that they didn't even like ask the shop that they were in like, hey, is there a bookstore near here? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Did they ride together? Yes. Yes. Yes! Because when they meet right in this scene, Mikey, Edward is like fully saying, hey, I'll feed her and I'll take her home. And they're like, okay, bye. Oh, okay. I'm changing. I'm going to change sides. (laughs) Right? Like, this is the thing. This well, this is also the same thing that happened in Fifty Shades, where she's drunk and they just like, yeah, you take her home. And I'm like, girls, no, you came together, no. you leave together. Like, don't no. do this. That or you at least do the like pull off to the side of like, do you want to leave with him? Yeah, like, that is what that's girl code. You have to be like, are yes. you cool with this? Yeah. No, yeah. Right. okay, well, right. we'll take you. We'll come up with an excuse. You go to the bathroom together. You go right. figure it out, and then you come back like yep. a real woman does. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> go to the bathroom. You don't have to share the cocaine with them. (laughs) 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 No, they're against drugs, Paige. Yeah, yeah, they're Mormons. Please, their drug is blood. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, I was about to bring up the V, then I'm like, that's true blood. That's true blood. True blood. (laughs) So much more interesting. (laughs) But so in the restaurant, the waitress is creeping on Edward. Yeah, she's fully eye fucking him while she's like, "Are you sure there's not something I can get you?" Mm-hmm. I've been a server before. If you're into somebody, you don't like rub your breasts on their face. And I'm like, oh, do you like my tattoo, Jackie? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, are you what are you doing? No, you send them something for free. You do like there's other ways to hit on a patron. I'm just saying. Yeah. That is not a Patreon member, Mikey. Just a heads up. <laughs> what she's gotcha, saying gotcha. is different. Please don't. <laughs> I mean, although if you want to hit on your Patreon, but I don't know, you know, uh, no. single licensed therapist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting embarrassed. I'm getting embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Mikey is as red as his shirt right now. <laughs> I was expressly told not to hit on people. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't mean to go against your, your previous <laughs> advice. I just send them a message. I send a Patreon message. I'm like, you don't want to be with me. I'll hurt you. You don't. Yeah, just be real. <laughs> really, really scary. And then three days later, he just sends pictures of his feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, real weird. Into uh, it. <laughs> maybe I'm the villain. Uh. Ooh. Now, this is also where he reads the minds of everybody in the room, and it's money, sex, money, cat. Yeah, dog. I mean, I get it. They're yeah. attempted a joke. I think it'd been funny if it'd be like somebody's reading my mind and be like, "Money, sex. Is Batman better than Captain America?" <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Batman is fully the villain in that universe, and it just doesn't know that yet. But yeah, yes. So he goes to drive her home. Oh wait, can we talk about how in this scene he also says yes, no to get to the other side? Oh yeah, well yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We have to talk about that for sure. Wait, what does he say? What does he say? She says, look, you got to give me some answers. Yeah. She says, yes, no, to the other side. 1.77245. I don't want to talk about the square root of pi, Jackie. You knew that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Um, again, you, like you just brought up, Paige, her, their sense of humor in this movie is Yes. It is not. They, do, they don't know. I don't know if Robert Pattinson has ever told a joke in his life. No, no. he's not Lafayette <laughs> on True Blood. Like, oh, yeah. oh, I love that guy. I love him. Yeah, but he does say that he can't read her mind in this scene, and I fully right. did not know. I, like, I wrote in my notes. Does that mean she's just like empty headed? Like, why is that? Yeah. Like, okay. I thought he was making fun of her on some level. Yeah. Is there a special reason? I I can't spoil it. I can't spoil oh. it, but there is a reason. Oh, reason. I, oh my God, I don't know the reason yet. What? Yeah, I think the <laughs> actual reason is because they were stealing it from True Blood, where oh, Sookie okay. can read minds, but she can't read Bill's mind. This is why I confuse the two, because yeah. they're like weird, like flip-floppy things that both of them use. I'm like, oh, which came? I don't know which came first. I guess Twilight came first. I don't know that it did, because Charlene Harris, who wrote the True Blood books, had been wrote writing the them for a long before. time. Right. Yeah. So I think she just barely edges her out. But thing, I mean, it makes so much more sense in the True Blood universe for that dynamic to happen. There are logical story points for a her to read minds and b for her not to be able to read vampire minds. Like Mm -hmm. that's a thing, and it's all vampires in that case. But the Southern Vampire series, which is also known as the True Blood novels, came out in two thousand one, or that's when they started coming out. Oh yeah, so it does predate it, right? Twilight is two thousand five, so yeah, it does predate. Uh, So I think that is probably why. I think this is kind of lifted from it. But like of all the things they could have lifted, there are better parts of True Blood to lift. Like the sex. The sex or the the super religious cult in season two. Well, that's that's just Stephanie Meyer's real life. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So as they're driving back from the restaurant, she goes to adjust. I think it's like the air conditioner. 
and she brushes her hand against Edward's hand and his hands are cold. <gasps> she, yes, that is fully the sound she makes and it made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> well, they both kind of like, oh, 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 oh yeah, I mean, there's no way that Eddie does not fill his jeans in this scene. <laughs> They're Dude. teenagers. Brushing hands is like first base. It really is. It is. <laughs> and then she touched my hand. So they drive past the police station where we see that her dad's car is still there. Wait, take a time out. Time out. I need yes, you guys yes, to explain yes. to me. Paige, okay. you read all the books? Yes. Does his sexual organs work? <laughs> Mikey asking the important questions, guys. I you love want it. me to take my earbuds out? I won't listen. Uh, All right, I'm taking my earbuds out. You tell like him. He has them, right? Like he's not like a Barbie doll under there. Yeah, he has them and they work. Yes. Okay. Okay. You're good, Jackie. Right. You're good, Jackie. We good? Yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're good. good. I understand. It's important for the plot because I I ask the question constantly, but I'm excited to find out the answer. Yeah. yeah I'm you, sorry. You I, I, I'm sorry. Find out. Yeah. So uh, we cut to the police station where there's a bunch of police cars. Her dad's car is still there. Carlisle, Doctor Colin, is there as well. So she yeah, they like see him as he's walking out, mm -hmm. and he's like, "Someone killed uh, Butt Crack Santa." Yeah, Butt Crack Santa is dead from an animal attack, the same one that got that security guard. Uh, and he tells Bella that she should go inside because Butt Crack Santa was her father's best friend, uh, aside from <laughs> Billy. That's sad. <laughs> it, it, it is, is sad. sad. I mean, who's gonna whose lap is he gonna sit on as he drinks tiny bottles of liquor? <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton doesn't exist in this world. <laughs> yeah, that oh. is true. Although I would love it. If Charlie was giving me booze, I'd sit on his lap. Oh, <laughs> give me wishes. I'll sit here. Oh, man. So she goes in to talk to her dad, and he's now kind of worried for her safety, so he gives her pepper spray. Oh, it's like full-on bear spray. Yeah, it's bear mace. Yeah. Um, as they are walking out, she sees the dead feet under the, like, sheet for Waylon's dead body. She takes a picture. Well, she likes feet pics. I thought we talked about this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she likes dead cold, stop. white feet, man. Yeah. But I think she sees that the, that feet skin, that sweet, sweet feet action, and oh, is yeah. just like, this looks like Edward's sweet hand action from before. <laughs> and it is similarly cold. Um, so she goes home and she finds a convenient GeoCity site with all the answers for every <laughs> society that's ever had a vampire. It is like a Google montage, though. Yeah. Yeah, yes. it's like a yeah. Google montage. Then we get a cut of like... I guess her fantasy of him basically dressed like Pete Wentz drinking her blood. Yeah. He's got yeah. the bangs, oh. the whole nine. Yeah. I've had this fantasy before. I completely, <laughs> except it was David Lee Roth, and it was uh, it was a magical night. I'll tell you what. <laughs> so we cut to the next day at school. She doesn't really say hi to him. She kind of just like breezes past him. And then we never address how they get there, but we just cut to the forest later. <laughs> Yeah. Because in the book, I think they explain why they're going into the forest and the movie. They're just like, doesn't not not necessary. Bye. Yeah. Like they pull up at school and Edward is just standing there and then she walks past him, says nothing and walks into the forest and then he follows her. Right. I mean, yeah. This school does not have like thing. guidance counselors or teachers or there's no truancy in forks. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hey, have you guys seen Bella? Yeah, she went into the woods with Eddie. I have no idea what's going on. Ah, fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> it's kind of like that scene in Friday the thirteenth five with the couple that just keeps going off into the woods to have sex <laughs> yeah. and no one's paying attention. Yeah. It's, no the, one it's knows. those people all again. 
We just did that on the horror virgin, Jackie. So it's fresh on our minds. Hell yeah, hell it's fresh. fresh. fresh in it's the fresh. Mind. So in the forest, she basically lists out everything that she has compiled as evidence for him being a vampire. Where she's like, "You're super fast. You're super strong. Your skin is white and super cold. Your eyes change color. Sometimes you speak for, like you're from a different time, which is not something we've seen in the movie, but is no. in the book. Uh, you don't eat or drink, and you don't go outside in the sunlight." And then she just says, how old are you? And he says, 17. And she says, how long have you been 17? And he's like, a while. (laughs) Let's not dwell on it. (laughs) I did love this little back and forth. Where he turns into Dr. Frankenfurter. Yes. She goes, I know what you are. And he goes, say it out loud. Shiver with anticipation. (laughs) This whole scene makes me so uncomfortable. What are you talking about? This is the most romantic piggyback scene (laughs) in the history of film. (laughs) But yeah, he makes her say vampire and then he takes her on piggyback up the mountain. He like speeds up the mountain. (laughs) Which is, it looks so stupid. It does. He looks like Luigi running. (laughs) (laughs) So stupid. They did a very bad job with all of this. CGI. Yes. They spent all their money on revolving crane shots and none of it on the piggybacks. No, Does he piggyback her up the mountain in the book? Yes. I think so, yeah. yeah. It doesn't just like jump to that like, oh, he's a vampire. Oh, she jumps up the Like, I feel like in the book they do a better job of disseminating information slower yeah. than in this movie rather than it all just coming out at once. It actually makes more sense in the book. That, But I, I understand. You got to truncate it. You yeah. got to get it all. Yeah. In the two-hour-long movie. Correct me if I'm wrong, because it's been a while since I read the books. I felt like in the books, in some ways, they were setting it up so that it seemed like he was the killer for a little yes. bit. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Or that so, or, okay. Or, or at the beginning of the movie, I thought they were the killers. Yeah. Ooh. Until the boat. So until the good. boat scene, and I was like, "Well, those aren't the Cullens, so they're not the killers." Right. Well, the thing is, is that in the book, though, the murders are actually not that big of a thing. Like the like whatever's yeah. going on. You really don't think about or meet the other vampires until the baseball scene. Yeah. So in the book, it's oh. like, oh, somebody like got like a bear attack happened. Well, well, that happens. And then they just keep going. Right. It's not like in the movie, they definitely make it more to create more suspense and more action. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So the, in the book, they are spending more time developing their relationship, mm-hmm. even though it was only for like a month that she falls in love with him. But still. Right. So we get up to the top of the hill. He rips his shirt open and he's like, this is what I am. And he sparkles in the sunlight. Like he looks- diamonds. <laughs> he yeah. looks freezer bird. He does kind of look freezer bird. <laughs> he does. And he never sparkles again, no matter even if he's in the sun, like he is kind of in his house. Um, never sparkles again. Never again. They didn't have the budget for that. I get it. Probably. (laughs) But he basically is like, this is the skin of a predator. Everything about me is inviting, but you could never fight me off. Of course, the skin of a predator is definitely bright and reflects light so well. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. Everything I know about predators, Mikey. Yeah, I mean, yeah, all of this (laughs) is true. They're flashy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him explaining all of that was insane to me. Like, the dialogue is so bad. It's like, as if you could catch me. As if you could outrun me, as if you could fight me off, I'm designed to kill. Yeah. And she's all, I don't care. I just still want to bail you. <laughs> oh, thanks for telling me. Uh, uh, it's cool. It's whatever. This is also where he basically tells her that he's never wanted a human's blood so much in his life. Oh, my God. It is true blood because Sookie's blood smells and it attracts. God damn it. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, right. Dog. Ripped it right from it. Yeah. I don't know. It. I'm not going to say Stephanie Myers 
read these vampire books and then wrote Twilight, but maybe yeah, it sounds like it's it. A little, <laughs> it sounds yeah. like there's sus. It's a little sus, like the kids say. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of telepathy and smelly blood going around, and um, hmm. Uh, but this is also where we find out that they're quote unquote vegetarians because they only hunt animals. Right. Uh, but then he tells her that she is like his own personal brand of heroin. heroin. Oh my god! And this is what we call in the field a red flag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He also said yeah, that he hated yeah, her yeah. for making him want her so badly, which is yeah, like. Her fault, Paige. Ooh. Yeah. Her fault. <laughs> oh, it's her no. fault. It's all her fault. The entire and the book really hammers it a lot harder. <laughs> yes. Of like he is the one that is being the victim here. And I that it drives me crazy. Yeah, she's always standing too close. Yeah, what are you talking about? You're in her room and now you're saying it's her fault. Yeah, she's always <laughs> the one who wants to kiss on him, and he's just like, Oh, I can't, I can't, which normally would be an indication that someone's like into musical theater a little bit more than <laughs> hey, as somebody who loves musical theater but also pussy I take offense to that <laughs> I cried all three hours of Hamilton I'm sorry. I get it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but this is where she says, I'm not afraid of you. I'm only afraid of losing you. And he's like, I don't know how long. You don't know how long I've waited for you. This is basically the you're my life now scene. Well, yeah. Which is they, they go from zero to 100 like real quick. Yeah. Real quick. Yeah. Well, is this where they say like, so the lion fell for the lamb? Yes. What a stupid oh, lamb. Oh, my God. What, what a sick masochistic lion. lion. Is that from the book? Yes, that has it, is. Oh, yeah. it has to oh, be. Oh yeah. Oh. And then we get just a bunch of spinning shots of them laying in a field staring at each other. And then we get her voiceover of about three things I was positive. Edward was a vampire. There's a part of him that thirsted for my blood. And I was unconditionally and irrevocably in love with him. That is also from the book. Yeah. Really? That is another <laughs> quote from the book. It is, oh, yeah. I remember reading it. Just be like, what? Yeah. Girl. You've known him for a couple of weeks. But I will say that at, again, at that age, yeah. you kind of do ramp up to 100 pretty fast. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. yeah. But Edward has no excuse. No, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, because he's like 118 years old or something crazy. Um, He's been saving himself for her his whole life, guys. Uh, Imagine how sexually uh, frustrated uh, you would be as a 17-year-old who's never been able to have sex until he found her. It's going to come out solid. If he's a 118-year-old virgin, he probably says this to every girl he meets. <laughs> Has to. Has to. Maybe he's banging actual spider monkeys, which is why he calls for that. Maybe that's... Yeah. Yeah. he's been doing this is the problem he's like I keep having sex with all these spider monkeys but... <laughs> it's not cheating if they're not human <laughs> we just have an army of vampire spider monkeys <laughs> so they show up to school the next day where they're the new it couple oh yeah mm-hmm. I will say happy R. Pats is very sexy him in the yeah. glasses and with his arm runner I was like okay there's, there's my R. Pats there yeah. he is it's mm-hmm. notoriously always cloudy here and he's not diamond skin why the fuck is he wearing sunglasses i feel like that's a hot take from someone who i'm pretty sure wears sunglasses at night how dare you use Corey hart against me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he is explaining to her how he was turned by carlisle he was the first one and he was turned in 1918 because he was dying of spanish influenza like you do. He literally died during the last global pandemic. Yeah. And now it's time for Carlisle to turn another person. 
There you go. And he basically says that it's a blood frenzy. When you're like drinking human blood, it's really hard to stop. Uh, And then after he turned Esme and basically continued to turn the rest of people. But he only does it if somebody doesn't have another choice where it's like death or this. I have a a book question. (laughs) Is Mrs. Cullen a stay at home mom? She's a stay at home vampire. Yeah. 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 I don't think they don't really get into it. Not in the first book. They get into like how they met each other, but they Mm -hmm. don't get into her specifically uh, and what she does. I don't know what he's a doctor. Yes, she must do something to pass the time. Right, right. And sleep. You know what else is she gonna do? She's like, I gotta send you four bitchy hundred and fifty year old kids to high school every year. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of the fucking house. Uh, Honestly, I don't remember what she does. I I have no memory of how that happens in the book, but I do know that she's super nice in the book. Like, she's a really cool character and people like her, but, like, I don't remember much else about her. But also in my head, she was the only one that was closest. I said Carla Gugino as the, to to play as And I was like, oh, you know what? Close enough. I'll take it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I felt good. So uh, this is where they're back at Bella's house. He's basically fixing the dent in her car and they're going to go to lunch at his house. You make it sound like he was slaving away fixing that dent in her car. It's two seconds. He pulls it out and then they just go to lunch. It's like nothing. Yeah, they go to lunch yeah. they get for Italian. Yes. <laughs> well, first Billy and Jacob show up to see her dad. Basically, we find out that they don't think it was an animal that killed that guy and they should keep everyone out of the woods. Yeah, and Billy's like, I knew it. That's what I've been saying this whole time. Yeah, dude. Uh, so we cut to the Cullen's house, which looks like it's part of a coffee bean and tea leaf where it's just yes. that same kind of like glass and wood or like if sharper <laughs> image made a house is that yes like that's kind of what it looks yes. like it's very modern we hear somebody say get a whiff of that here comes the human <laughs> and they're trying to make her food and we find out that she ate before she got there she was trying to be considerate but rosalie doesn't care so she smashes the salad bowl with her hands so this is my favorite weird. scene in the whole movie. Yeah, she's insane. I love her so much. I laughed out loud. I was like, man, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> well, and this is where we kind of meet everybody else in the family, where we like meet Alice and Jasper. Uh, this is where we see their display of graduation caps because they matriculate a lot. And yeah. this is where we find out their whole thing of like the younger we start in a new place, the older or the longer we can stay there because they don't age. So like the longer they can stay without it being suspicious. I was a little upset because in the book, Jasper is, he was a Confederate soldier. Yes. So in oh, my head, really? it was a lot more of like a Channing Tatum. Like, with like, like I thought he was going to be a big brooding Southern dude. Yeah. And then he just, I under, I'm aware of the fact that like Jasper is one of the newest ones, which is why it's difficult for him to be around humans. But that look on his face face he's supposed to be hot where where is his face acting come from yeah. all of them unfortunately he was the confederate drummer boy <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> looked like it it certainly looked like his face i was like you're i don't want to kiss you at all but again jasper in my head was really fucking hot yeah <laughs> jasper in your head was more of like an emmet basically kind of like what ooh, we get emmet who in my, my my brain emmet's real hot who was <laughs> who was Emmett in your brain cast? From True Blood, but later on I haven't gotten there yet. What's his name? Joe um, Manganello. Joe Manganello. Yeah. Exactly. How did you guys exactly do that? Girl. That's like amazing. Oh, exactly what I'm talking about, girl. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Manganello is Emmett in my brain because yep. he's supposed to be this like big, like so strong, so muscular that like women look at him and just like, oh. 
Yeah. Do you feel that when looking at that man? No. 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 You're like, he should find a bathroom quickly. Yes. What's wrong with him? <laughs> so uh, we see Edward's room where there's all books and no bed. Okay. Okay. As someone who grew up super poor, he fucking had a bed in that room. Yeah. It's a chaise. It's a chaise. No, whatever. You could sleep on it. It is fully a bed. That dude had a better bed than I did. He's a douche. All right, Harry Potter, let's move on. <laughs> it's Harry Totter, Mikey. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> they uh, they try to dance. They can't. She's... Well, they're trying to dance to Claire de Lune, which does not have a steady tempo. No. Like, y- it, it, that would be very difficult to dance to. Yes. And that's specifically, like, that's in the book. She specifies that it's Claire de Lune. <laughs> Like, like that's a thing. Thanks, public oh, domain. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, have have you seen the uh, the WAP version of it, where like she like they, they dubbed over, <laughs> WAP over the song, and, and then yes. they slowly dance to it? Highly recommend it. Oh, it's great. I think it's oh, like oh, Well, she loves cold wet things. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he takes her on another piggyback ride through the forest. <laughs> I'm so glad there was another one. <laughs> She's like, get ready for this. Piggyback. Yeah. And we we get a crane shot of them in the tree. And this is where we hear for the first time it's called Edward and Bella's theme. And it's the piano. It's very popular on TikTok for hilarious videos. Um, but we're hearing it as non-diegetic sound, which is basically your score. Yeah. And then it cuts to Edward playing it in real life on a piano yeah. diegetically. But still with the whole orchestra, yeah, it's just a real bad editing choice. Basically, yeah. it's very, it's very poorly done. Yeah. It's yes. very strange. But he actually is playing it on the piano, like he's physically yeah, playing. Yeah, he did. It. He, yeah. it's him playing it on the soundtrack as well. Oh no, shit. Okay, yeah. So he's like really, really playing it. So we get a brief shot of the now we know it's other vampires, right. That are seeing the search party in the woods and are deliberately leaving footprints to confuse the search party. Then we see Bella pull up to the diner, uh, where she essentially blows Mike off and then has dinner with her dad. And in this scene, there's a woman at the counter ordering, I think it's a salad, and that is Stephanie. Meyer is something vegetarian because in my brain I was just yeah. like, is she a vegetarian? And then I found out it was Stephanie Meyer. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> and she sits there the whole scene, like the camera has her in the foreground as we're watching her and her dad in the background. But yeah, it's I missed Stephanie it. Meyer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw someone there. I just didn't. I didn't think that that was someone important. I mean, not that people aren't important, but I, I didn't think she was the author. Yep. This is also where her dad is like, your friends are out there. Like, are there any boys? you're interested in and she's just like no and then he says I feel like I leave you alone too much you should be around people and I'm like oh now he realizes that like (laughs) she's only been fending for herself for weeks uh but sure she talks to her mom asks about the baseball tells her that she's really liking forks and that she found a guy it's normal mom talk I guess for a mom who's not there for your life and oh yeah (laughs) normal mom talk for a mom who's disinterested in her daughter's life Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we cut to Edward is in her room because he came in through the window and reveals that he's been watching her sleep for the past few months. Yeah. How romantic. Oh, yeah. Ugh. But then they fully have the slowest kiss ever filmed. Yes. yes. <laughs> Let me try something. <laughs> Ugh. 
<laughs> but then, you know, he's too strong. He's too strong. He pushes himself away. I love, I love this scene, though. He really, you could feel the pain of how hard his cock is. I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm assuming. It goes from six to midnight so fast, it throws her back onto the bed. Uh, so they are making out he pushes himself off of her yeah and then he congratulates himself where he's like i'm stronger than i thought he's like high five me we've all been there yeah (laughs) i'll give you that (laughs) wow i lasted longer than i thought i would that's like (laughs) i I mean mikey i i know you and i have both had that conversation not together but with ourselves Right. <laughs> like, damn, I hope she doesn't expect this every time. Wow. Good for me. <laughs> you always undersell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> always. You, yeah, you definitely underpromise over deliver. Yeah, if you told everybody about Girth Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, tell me more, but I guess you shouldn't. Uh, <laughs> it's the name of my penis. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, thank you for explaining because I was like, oh my God, what was what it was forearms look like? <laughs> Oh, man. So he basically says at this point, I can't ever lose control with you. This is when we basically find out that they're not going to bone in this book. Yes. Yes. (laughs) No bone zone. I didn't understand, though. He didn't really explain it. No one has a conversation in the whole film. They're just like, no, no more. (laughs) Never again. It's, It's been a while. Jackie, does he explain in this book why they can't have sex? He will rip her apart. Yes. Okay. He's like... I cannot control myself once I get going and what because he fiends for her. So if he loses control, he's trying so desperately to control himself to not kill her because he wants her blood so badly that he's worried that in the middle of sex he'll lose control and kill her accidentally. Yeah, I mean Mikey, we've we've been there. We've we, we, that's we know so what that's yeah. Yeah. I mean that's yeah. the thing though, Mikey. It's so hot. It is. Like, the thought of that is so seductive. I'm like, fucking do it. Let's see. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> Never been with anybody who likes to be choked. You're always sort of dancing on this line. Yeah, dude, yeah. it's fun. Yeah. Uh, there is Mormon porn, getting choked. Yeah, yeah. Right absolutely. Like, couldn't, yeah. Couldn't she like tie him up with silver chains or something? That's true blood. <laughs> There's an element of it where he's also way stronger than her. And so he's worried that he would just like shatter her bones. Oh, like Like, Superman. Yeah, exactly like Superman. Yes, like he would kill Lois Lane with his gun. (laughs) Guys, I'm glad we get into the important shit on this podcast. (laughs) And we figure it out. You're welcome, listeners. Gots to. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) So they basically sit and talk all night. He watches her sleep. She introduces him to her dad the next morning and her dad, hilariously enough, is like, isn't he old for you? And she's like, we're the same age. Don't ask questions. (laughs) I do. And I did legitimately laugh at this joke in the scene where he just like happened to be cleaning his shotguns when she wants to introduce him to Edward. So like he like cocks the shotgun and says, all right, bring him in. (laughs) I was like oh you did one thing funny good job guys fun dad move yeah so we basically find out that she's going with him to play baseball with his family they only play during thunderstorms you'll find out why 
the reason why is because <laughs> when they hit the ball, it's a loud crack that basically sounds like thunder, which is it's a pretty fun scene watching them play baseball. Yeah, it, it honestly was sort of fine. It was fine. The scene. So yeah. silly, though. It's just yes. I mean, again, with the heels and the and it's like, no, no, these aren't wigs. You really like the wigs really <laughs> show themselves when you put a baseball hat on. It. When you oh, the yeah. second you put a baseball hat on a wig, you're just like, oh, God, OK, can yeah. you just. At least put your hair back so we don't have to look at it. That's a real jumbo <laughs> shrimp move right there. Oh, my God, Come it on. is. Come <laughs> on. Well, this is also where we see Alice's hair kind of up close under the hat. And you're like, oh, did you steal that from the host of Trading Spaces? <laughs> oh, my God. Paige. Yes. Her name was Paige as well. <laughs> I love the way Alice pitches, though. She has, like, full ballet toe point as she throws yeah. it. And it's all wrist. There's no arm action the way, like, you would no. pitch a ball it's all like yes. uh. Uh, she's so she's so strong I yeah, mean yeah she's so, so strong good. yeah uh, but in the middle of their game the other vampires show yeah. up and at first it seems like it's going to be peaceful where they're just like hey people have noticed you hunting can you keep it on the DL until James who's the one with the ponytail so Laurent is uh, dreadlocks James is a ponytail Victoria is the redhead and James yeah but James he smells how repulsive Bella is all the time <laughs> yeah which again <laughs> is a true blood thing is people smell sooky all the time is like yes they're like damn it stackhouse sooky so they basically have to get Bella out of there because James is gonna hunt her yeah and he's a tracker yeah this goes from like hey let's play a baseball game to let's murder yeah. Bella like that did yes. we talk about that every vampire has like a superpower oh not really but I mean yeah Edward can read minds Alice can tell the future Rose is a huge bitch. Like, that's her superpower. <laughs> yeah. And James is a super tracker, right? That was like his special yeah. power. Oh, yeah. That's his special power. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So they're basically going to take her out of town immediately. She says she has to go back and tell her dad. So she has to go and almost like break up with her dad in a way. Oh. Okay, I have a lot of thoughts about this scene. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I They didn't e explain it correctly. No. She could have just like been like, I'm running away or like something like that. But she's like, is overly mean to her dad to leave the house. She's like, yeah, mom said you got a small dick. You're the worst person <laughs> ever. Like You have no soul and you're going to hell. I hope you get killed in the line of duty. Like she's really mean to him when she's breaking up with him. Dude, when she opens the door and like doesn't look at him, but says, I got to get out of here now. So I don't get stuck here like mom. And I'm like, fully your mom left. Like she's the only main character that's not in force. That is an insane yeah. thing to say. <laughs> So this is what's crazier to me is that she is 17 yeah. and she's like, yeah, I'm just going to drive to Phoenix. I'll stop at a motel if I need to. What? With what money? <laughs> With, what are you talking about? My mom would physically bar the door. Like if yes. I ever did something like that, I can't even imagine. Like my mom is not a violent woman in any way, shape, form. She's about seven inches shorter than me and I'm terrified of her. I, I, I can't even imagine. Like, I just be like, okay, all right, I won't. I can't even imagine what she would do. I, yeah. I, like we scream about this while watching 90 Day Fiance all the time. I'm like, if I was seven months pregnant and was like, mom, I'm moving to Ethiopia, my mom would find my passport and destroy it and be like, no, you're not. I own you now. You're never leaving this house again. She'd burn it in front of you while laughing yes. maniacally. Yeah. Yeah. He's just trying to get your money. Just like yeah. lighting it. So she drives away. Edward hops onto the side of her truck. Emmett's driving behind them. He's, or no, he's sitting in the bed of the truck 
chariot style again, just like standing as she he's, drives. Yeah, he's invincible. I'd do it. But imagine Joe Manganello doing it. <laughs> Because then I'm just like, good lord. But oh. then Joe Mangaldella would have to go to high school, which would be the dumbest thing I've ever <laughs> it's seen. It's not yeah. any weirder than any of these people in high yeah, school. Yeah, they're all in their 30s, Mikey. I don't know what you're saying. In their yeah. 30s. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So. <laughs> they get to the Cullens' house, and Laurent is there. He basically came to warn them that James's skill is tracking. I like that. I like that Laurent was like a stand-up dude. Yeah. He don't want no beef. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. So they come up with an idea where Jasper and Alice are going to drive Bella south to Phoenix. Yeah. And Rosalie and Esme are going to put on Bella's clothes and use the scent to distract James. This is also where he says, if anything happens to Bella, I'll come back and get you. Bella, you are my life now. He's reiterating. It's just too much. It's too Too much much. pressure, guys. Alice sees the future, or they get to Phoenix, I should say. Alice sees the future uh, via like automatic writing where she's like, drawing the ballet studio it's like the conjuring yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. good job yeah. yeah i watch horror movies for the other podcasts we do <laughs> i'm terrified of them but i know what's going on I, I get it. so they realize that james has figured it out and now he's in phoenix but victoria is still in forks well the reason james figured it out is because they told her to mark the tree but she only rubbed up against it she didn't mark it like she was supposed to yeah, she was mm. supposed to piss on that tree. Yeah, 100 yeah. They needed Bella's piss. Yeah. Mark it. <laughs> Sorry. Now I'm just picturing her bringing like a cup of pee with her and running and like throwing it. Like <laughs> I was just imagining Mikey sending another Patreon message of like, I also write food feedbacks, but also I need your piss. I need to mark the trees. <laughs> I need eight ounces of clean female urine for a friend. Can you help me out? Yes. For, for a friend in quotes. Welcome to the, the, <laughs> the newest Patreon level where I pass drug tests. so um she gets a call from james basically implying that he has her mother and she has to come alone to the studio (laughs) i would have been like yeah kill her she's a terrible mom where's she been for a month and a half Um, Kill her husband while you're at it. <laughs> but, well, we already killed his dreams of becoming a pro baseball player. So. Uh, very true. We cut to the studio where we find out that the sound that she thought she was hearing that was her mother was actually an old home video. And now she's alone. Yeah, I thought Victoria's special power was she could just imitate anybody. I didn't remember the home video, and I was like, is this a Terminator 2 situation? That's what I thought, yeah. Which would also be fun. Yeah. Yes. What a shitty power that would be. Like, <laughs> you can read minds, you can see the future. What, what can you do? I you're can... an impressionist. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen uh, Have you seen Police Academy? Yeah, you're like Michael Winslow <laughs> from Police Academy. Yeah. I love My it. My special vampire power is I'm a prop comic. Uh... <laughs> no one would fuck with you. Yeah, absolutely. I do love that we find out in this scene that James just 100% wants to make a tape. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's filming yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. But he's also yeah. Bond villaining all oh. over the the scene where he's just like I could kill you in a second and you wouldn't even have time to react but first let me get this Sony Handycam and give (laughs) a speech I will say in the book though it's actually pretty creepy I think that they did a much better job in the book where it was just like like with the camera and actually they I think that she wrote it well that I was like god he's gonna film it 
too. Like yeah. it was they really shit the bed in the movie <laughs> yes. with making this scene creepy. Because in the book I was legitimately creeped out. Yeah, in the book he's like a serial killer. Like he yeah. is insane. He's like, yes. I'm gonna send it to him and I'm gonna watch like it's like that's the whole thing. Like that's scary to be like, oh, you're the person you're in love with, I'm gonna torture you, send them, I'm gonna capture them and then I'm gonna make them watch the tape of you dying while I kill them. Like that's creepy. That's a yeah, creepy. That is creepy. That sounds awesome. That sounds yeah. awesome. I mean, for a movie. Single licensed therapist. <laughs> Not on this podcast. Yeah. Well, one of his catchphrases, Jackie, is I am a therapist. I am not your therapist. I, oh, it's good. And that's great. I love it. I love it. So oh. she pepper sprays him and then he throws her to the floor million dollar baby style oh, like her yeah. neck would be broken yes <laughs> yeah i do love that when she pepper sprays him he just like looks annoyed like he's like oh god <laughs> yeah my vampire powers yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm impervious to pepper spray he's like what are you doing i'm a vampire you idiot uh, but Edward shows up in the nick of time, and so he and James proceed to throw each other through a number of mirrors, uh, not really caring where Bella is, because she ends no. up like with a broken leg and a shard of glass in like her thigh, and James bites her wrist. So she starts to feel the venom, basically the vampire venom, and screams. Yes. Uh, Edward rips into James's neck. Oh, God. The rest of the family shows up, so <laughs> Emmett and Jasper take James off and Carlisle comes up to help Bella. And then Alice runs after James, jumps on his shoulders and twists his head off. Yes. Pretty sick, bro. It honestly was pretty, pretty cool because you expect like one of the guys to do that. Yeah. But literally cool. the smallest female vampire is the one that rips his head off. And I was yeah, like, you dog. know what, Alice, you're a terrible actress, but you go. You get it. <laughs> she was not in much after this. So, no. you know. I don't know how much our Pats got for this movie, but he made his money with the facial expressions he makes in this scene. Good Lord. When he and James are like holding each other, they're like fully face to face. And our Pats is making some of the most ridiculous faces I've ever seen in my life. The only thing more ridiculous is Kristen Stewart's face is here yeah. as she's like dying of the venom and just goes full blown cross eyed. Yeah. For like <laughs> the last five minutes of this movie. It's the strangest <laughs> face. It's really crazy. And the only way to fix cross-eyedness is to suck the venom out just like a snake bite. Yeah. Yeah. Edward has to suck the venom out, but he has to like stop himself from drinking all her blood. What's he going to do? Oh, my God. Gotta say, I definitely talked about this. And if there is one thing, you never suck the venom out <laughs> of a venom bite. I talked about this on page seven and then I got like multiple um, emails from different Aussies, which I thought was very fun, uh, talking about how like, no, you like you tourniquet it and you get your ass to a hospital as fast as possible. Yeah. You don't touch it. You don't move it. You just try to not do anything and get to a hospital as quickly as possible. That is the wrong thing to do. Well, and I think the only reason he does it is because vampire blood wouldn't hurt him at all. Right, 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 right. right. But she wakes up in the hospital. Her <laughs> mom is there, miraculously. Finally! Finally! We find out that they told her parents that she fell down two flights of stairs and threw a window. <laughs> the story sounds worse than what actually happened. Like, so <laughs> Me and my dad <laughs> drove down there to get her. We threw her down some stairs. Yes. You know, to teach her a lesson, Paige? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. This is where we find out that her mom is there, but her stepdad, Phil, stayed in Florida. Yeah, he's got games. Jumbo shrimp ain't got to play themselves, Paige. <laughs> yeah. yeah, baby. He's got things to do. <laughs> so she tells her mom she still wants to live in Forks and she wants to apologize to her dad. Yeah. She finds out that they took care of James, but Victoria ran off and she's still on the loose. And the whole time they're talking, Edward is just like fake sleeping in the corner. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And like badly. He's not even like laying down yes. at all. He's just like sitting straight oh, up like- Oh, shoo. I just imagine, yeah, the cartoonish sounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slowpoke Gonzalez. There was uh, a feather. You guys see the feather that's like right in front of his face the whole time? Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Once everyone kind of leaves and gives her a minute, he tries to tell her to go to Jacksonville so that he can't hurt her. Yeah. That they basically have to be apart. And she's like, don't you dare. Don't you dare say that to me. And he's like, well, where else am I going to go? So anywhere he could go anywhere, any, anywhere, <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> we cut to there back at her house. Edward is sitting across the table from her dad in a suit. She comes downstairs in a boot for prom. Yeah, she looks great. Yeah, she she looks great. Yeah. And a dress, not just a boot. Well, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's yeah, be clear. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, naked boot only. And <laughs> but didn't she have leggings on under the dress? She did. If I remember, yes, yes. she had leggings yeah. on under the dress. Under the dress. <sighs> and Edward says, "I'll take care of her." And her dad's like, "Yeah, I heard that before." And tells <laughs> Bella that he gave her more pepper spray. Yeah, <laughs> I put more pepper spray in your purse. Yep. Uh, they get to the prom, and Jacob shows up in a white button down and reveals that his dad has paid him. To to try and talk Bella into breaking up with Edward. Yeah, 20 bucks. 20 bucks. And listen, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. I've been poor before. I get it. Yeah, dog. <laughs> and he says that they'll be watching her. We go into the prom. But okay, so I have to say this before I move into that because Eddie walks over and he's like, Oh, I'm gone two minutes and the wolves descend. And I was like, yeah. oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> Wanky yeah. blanky. I get it. I'm on to it. Uh, they go to the prom, which is Monte Carlo themed. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's a very fancy prom for astonishingly small amount of students Such, that I will yeah. reveal so later. Weird. Such a weird theme. Do outer space. I don't know. Do something weird. Like Monte Carlo? For kids who can't even gamble? Like, what's yeah. going on? Well, they're fully gambling. I mean, they're probably Probably not. It's probably like fake yeah, chips yeah, yeah. or whatever. But I'm yeah, sure. they're they're playing blackjack type games. Right. They go outside to dance in a gorgeous gazebo with a bunch of twinkly lights. That no one else is at. This gorgeous gazebo that no one else is out there. Everyone else is like, nah, fuck that awesome gazebo. Screw we don't want to be it. out there. And he basically is like, hey, uh, I'm glad you're safe. And she's like, yeah, make me a vampire. This won't be a problem again. He's like, no. Yeah, but this is like a real Mikey move. I mean, she wants to spend the rest (laughs) of her life with him. She wants to spend the rest of forever with him. And he clearly is not ready for that kind of commitment. He's like, "Uh, we can just hang out for a few years, then you'll die and I'll move on. It's fine. (laughs) Right. The real Mikey move. Which, again, this is a more nuanced conversation in True Blood where she's like, do you stay with me when I'm like 80 years old and you still look the same? Hell no. And the answer is probably no. Yeah. Why would he? He's gorgeous. Have you seen those abs? Yeah, dog. I know. To be honest, she could have Joe Manganiello. <laughs> oh, don't but old Joe Manganiello. Joe Manganiello. Oof. 
No, because Joe Manganiello is not a vampire. I know. That's what I'm saying. He'll grow old as well. Oh, yeah. With her. And yeah, I'm sure yeah. he's going to look great. A little yeah. salt and pepper in that Oof. beard. Mm. Oh, good mm. Lord. Don't. Here oh, for God. it. I can only get so hard, Paige. <laughs> <laughs> but we cut inside to the prom where we see that Victoria has been watching them from inside and she is pissed. Yes. I, I thought that that was such a dumb reveal that she's at the prom but does nothing. I'm like, so? <laughs> Like yeah. cool, yeah. I'm here to win prom queen. She's <laughs> like, yeah. there. Uh, this guy yeah. here, I was like, who's that lady in the window? I was like, I didn't even remember, and that's who it was. <laughs> Where am I? Why is that Cullen's sister watching them dance? I don't understand. <laughs> Uh, but that is the end And, and that's, that's the movie Oh credit Yeah so having seen the movie Having talked about the movie What do you guys think? <laughs> it's really bad <laughs> Really really bad It is enjoyable to watch uh, I did I I don't think it should be two hours long No I no, think agreed. that they did They did a fine job But again The book is better The book makes more sense Than this movie yes. Definitely I'll say that that's often the case When you turn a popular book series true. Into uh, movies Like the new Dune I'm like not looking forward to Because it's not going to be As good as the books right But it will be better though than the original. Well, the original. Okay, I'm going to nerd out really quick. It'll be better than the 1970s with Sting. Yeah, because what could not yes. be better than that? But not the miniseries that was on sci-fi. That was great. Very true. Anyway, Jackie, I love you right now. I'm just going to move on. But that, wow. yeah, I love that you're that kind of nerd. Anyway, um, but I love this movie because it's so bon. It's bad. It's like a bad but fun watch. You'll watch it and multiple times be like, this is terrible. Yes. And yeah. I like watching movies like that. This yes. is the least crazy. Too. Oh, like, I can't <laughs> wait to watch the next ones. I'm really excited. Is it really? Oh. Yes. I giggled throughout this movie in a room by myself. That's how much I enjoyed watching how ridiculous this was. <laughs> it, it gets so much crazier. Jackie, I need you to explain to me like what is romantic about this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to understand where you're coming from and your love for this. And I'm I'm trying to keep an open mind, so just just lay it out there for well, me. Well, Mikey, have you ever watched Mormon porn? This is the thing. I mean, honestly, <laughs> it's that. It's the yearning. It's yeah. the yearning for something you can't have. Yeah. And as some Someone that lost it and gives it up very easily. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand that. Like, the, in fact, the person I'm currently with wouldn't bang me for like the first month. Like, he was just like, "No, I think we should wait," because he always banged on the first date, and I always banged. And I was just like, by the end, I was just like, "Give it to me!" Like, I thought I was Edward. Like, I thought I was gonna rip him to shreds, and I I needed it so badly. And so I will say that I guess waiting has some advantages to it <laughs> if it's going to be really good afterwards. Oh. But I think it is the yearning between them that really yeah. gets okay. you going. Alright, thank you. Thank you. Of course, of course. That makes sense. It's the stolen glances. It's like edging in book form. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because this was like a pop culture phenomenon. And so I was yeah. like, I watched the movie and I was like, I need them to explain to me why people love this. <laughs> why this was popular. <laughs> yeah. Paige, you have some fun facts for us? Yes, very quickly. So the actual population of Forks, Washington, according to recent data, is 3,880 people. So oh, like, shit. it's pretty Damn. close They've grown to some. what the movie says. Yeah. Yes. Also, I bet more people moved there after, after. <laughs> the movie, right? Well, yeah. I bet the locals loved that. <laughs> yeah. 
now 32.4% of them are under the age of 20. So that's like a like a thousand or so people who could be going to That's crazy. some Whoa. sort of school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we divide that up, there's about 62.8 people at each age, give or take. Okay. So that means that their school has like a maximum of 250 kids yeah. and less than 100 of them are at prom. Yeah. <laughs> like that prom is for like 70 people. <laughs> Monte Carlo, baby. Monte Carlo. Just like James Bond. Thousands of dollars. <laughs> now, the average salary for a minor league baseball player oh. is anywhere from 6000 to 15000 and they only get paid for the months where they play, and it doesn't include travel or expenses. Oh, God. So, an article from this past May actually found that the average school janitor makes more than nearly all minor league baseball players. Oh, my God. Jesus. Which means oh. if Bella's mom doesn't have a job, which we don't think she does, they basically can't live on the money that they have at best like let's say he makes his 10 grand or so playing baseball and then let's say he works as a janitor the rest of the year <laughs> that would still only bring them about thirty thousand dollars a year oh, or about ten dollars an hour oh uh, so oh, they're making God. just above minimum wage in florida yeah but he sells steroids <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I we can hope. It's about twenty five hundred dollars gross every month. Let's call it eighteen hundred after taxes. Their rent payment should be a third or less than the total of their income, meaning that they would have to have found Ugh. an apartment with two beds and two baths, as they described, for six hundred dollars a month or less. So I tried to find one and it isn't possible. But I did <laughs> yeah. find a two bed, one bath trailer that actually looked pretty nice. All right. So there you go. Those are those are our fun facts. A lot of the other fun facts I found are things that people just kind of know because the movie's been out that long. Yeah. Right. Like that Stephanie Meyer is Team Jacob, you know, or that her prom dress was only $20 or that Stephanie Meyer's in that one scene. So I thought it was way more interesting to just examine the logistics of this film. <laughs> of leaving your daughter for a shrimp. Yeah. That yes. is what you've left her for. Yeah. Yep. And it shows. Yeah, it does. I do want to point out, because Paige, I, I didn't say this while we were in the scene, but the scene where Bella's on the ground like she's been bit and they're like about to suck the venom out or whatever, our pets is the guy singing the song that is playing behind them. Yes. In that scene. Yeah. yeah. He's got at least two songs on the soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. So he's the one what? singing in that scene. Oh my yeah. God. Anyway, yeah. so um, let's talk box office real quick. Yes. So what do you think the budget was for this movie? This actually was a pretty expensive movie. I want to say about 30 mil. Okay. Damn. It's, it's close. It was 37 million. Yeah. Now, when it came out, it came out November 21st, 2008, and it was number one that weekend. Obviously, it was a, a, like a popular book series, so it was number one, and it made $69 million <laughs> that weekend, the first weekend <laughs> out. It beat Quantum of Solace, which is a James Bond film. Bolt was number three. Madagascar was number four, and Role Models was number five that week. It went on to make $402 million and then another $234 million in the home market. So like DVD and Blu-ray sales. So it made a ton of money and it was one of the least profitable Twilight movies. So it made a ton of money and didn't do as well as the next ones did. Yeah. Oh, which is okay. insane. Yeah. But that's box office. So uh, Mikey, do you have a review for us to read? Uh, Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, while you clearly look one up, let me explain how they can have their review run on the podcast. And that is simply to leave us a five star text review. And then Mikey will read it. And maybe we can get a little love connection like we did last week. 
<laughs> Mike, do you have a review for us to read? Yes. Dope. This one is from Key Creative. Oh, nice. I know who this is, so I picked it. They've been like pushing it hard on our friend group, which is like, I don't do that to my... We don't have to get into all this. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Robin. <laughs> Her review is titled, So Fun. This is the podcast I've needed. Lighthearted, funny, and just judgmental enough to be fun. <laughs> <They're>... <laughs> They're covering all the romantic movies I love, and it's so entertaining to hear them broken down to the ridiculousness that they really are, but that we rarely talk about. Also loving the male romantic comedy fan perspectives on these typical chick flicks. Oh, nice. Five Man, stars. You like it? Yeah, that's us. Key Creative, thank you so much for that five-star review. I heard your name might be Robin. It's Robin. So thank you so much for that five-star review, and if you want to have your review run on the podcast, leave us a five-star review. Jackie, is there anything you want to plug? Anything you want to tell people about? Twitch stream, page seven, you name it. Hell yeah, you can totally find me um, under the last podcast network. I do a show called Page Seven, as well as one called Pop History. And at the our Page Seven Patreon is where I release two chapters a week of me reading Twilight for the first time. I love it. Tomorrow I release chapter five of New Moon. So we're still <laughs> in the beginning part of it. And it is, um, it's five bucks a month. So you should come check it out. Also, yes, I do Twitch streaming every Friday called Jackanese at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators ho. <laughs> there you go. So, um, yeah, guys, if you like this power thruple that we have here on this podcast, make sure to check out our other podcast, The Horror Virgin. And that is the only other podcast that Mikey and I are on. But Paige gets around and she is on two other podcasts. Black Card Rehab and Cult Podcast. So guys, definitely check out those because they're amazing. If you want to follow us on social, we are at Romancing the Pod Show. Yes. On yes. Instagram. And we are at something else on Twitter who I just have never taken the time to learn it's, it. It's just Romancing Pod Show because they have a character oh. limit and it's show, S-H-O, like Showtime. So guys, check that out as well. And if you want to follow us all individually, Paige is at Rampage Wesley everywhere, including TikTok, except for Twitter, where she is at Paige Wesley. Mikey is at M Randolph 24, and I am at Todd J Awesome everywhere. That's going to be it for us this week, you guys. I'm Paige. Now, Mikey. And I'm Todd. And you complete us to, to completion. completion. You are my life now. Layers, babies! <laughs> Holy shit, Mikey. I was not expecting to hear that. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.